7 o'clock. You know where your freedom is? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an easiest idea. Only macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Oh, wait. Oh, welcome to the Shard, the, the Shard of the Union uh, special here on Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. That was a preemptive shirt there uh, on the program. Uh, but yes, <laughs> we're broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly uh, tonight, all night, uh, so you don't have to, uh, well, you know, after our show, the Tim Carmel Show will be on. We're here so you can avoid the State of the Union, so you can enjoy the Shart of the Union special, everybody. Oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be a hot mess. Um, but uh, <laughs> not that kind of hot mess. But anyway... Not not a not Trump caught on a Russian tape in a hotel hot mess, um, uh, you know. But we'll find out. There's an extra dossier out there too, everybody. <laughs> so uh, welcome to the show. Of course, uh, Joe Santors uh, uh, from Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city, where I think you currently are generating all the electricity from your anger centers uh, for the entire city of Scranton. Actually, maybe the eastern seaboard at this point. Can I ask all the Jill Stein voters, are you happy now? Oof. Are you finally fucking happy? Yeah, yeah, uh, really. Please. Yeah, and uh, Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C., welcome to the program. Hello, Rain? I have an answer. I'm here. I have an answer for Joe. Yeah. I, I don't think that they're happy about what he wants them to be happy about. I think that they're happy that shit's getting burnt down to the ground. I know that's not yeah. adding to your um, anger management issues, Joe. Um, we got to tread lightly. I think I'm lightly. handling it rather well. Yeah, but I, I think I'm have, handling it rather well. I have a small, <laughs> little tiny bit of breaking news. We don't have to talk about it tonight. I'm going to put them. Going to put the link in the chat. But evidently, Richard Spencer couldn't find a lawyer to defend him against the lawsuit <laughs> about the violence in Charlottesville. <laughs> And lawyers are horrible Aww. people. I'm kidding. <laughs> Nazi couldn't find a lawyer. <laughs> Ain't that a shame? <laughs> I guess I should change my my lawyer joke. To, you know, you know why they bury Nazis twelve feet down? Because deep down they're really good people. So. <laughs> Maybe we'll do that. There you go. Um. So yeah. So uh, as as uh, promised, this is the Shart of the Union uh, special, and we're gonna have to play this at least once an hour. Uh, apparently, uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but Trump's a little nervous tonight. We know he has nervous sharts already. Um. So he's a little nervous about his first State of the Union. So they, so they uh, did a practice run uh, for him. They, I mean, they filled the place up with people, and they did a practice run. And if you believe me. Well, listen to the audio and see how it went. Mr. Speaker, Mr. Vice President, 
members of Congress. The uh, the Big Macs are great. The quarter pounder with cheese. I mean, I think the food's good, and I eat it very carefully. You know, I do as good as as, as well as I can, but. Um, I think all of those places, Burger King, McDonald's, I can, I can live with them. I had the other night, I had Kentucky Fried Chicken. Not the worst thing in the world. Thank you, God bless you, and God bless the United States. There you go. Shard of the Union, everybody. So, uh... <laughs> I, I kind of wonder, is he going to eat Kentucky Fried Chicken now that Reba McIntyre is the new colonel? Oh, well, he'll tell you, he'll be the first to tell you, in case you were wondering, he's not a feminist, so... That's right. <laughs> I, actually saw, I actually saw a tweet <laughs> where some dumbass was like well look at this they got a transgender colonel i can't eat that chicken anymore oh my god it was like god damn it do you not understand do you not grasp reality so i hate these people so much i really do they really they don't have depth they don't mm -mm. think much they really don't what were you gonna say joe i hate republicans <laughs> I do too. I hate Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't want to know or connect with any of his followers, any of these fucking people. Go fuck yourself. You're a bunch of racist pigs. Well, who sold your soul to the devil? You racist pigs. Yeah. I, I, th that's a oh, and Jim Jordan, go to hell. Jim Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. And that, that's actually a good setup for the next clip um, I have, Joe. Um, don't have a ton of audio tonight, but I have some State of the Union-related audio. Not a lot, um, because that's not what this show's about. We're going to open the phone lines at 330-536-1466 or 330-KEN, the number one goo. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But uh, this is um, this is Fat Donnie. He was there was a, there was a lunch today. Um, you know, <laughs> I can't believe I'm not was prepared there for this. Really, there there was a was lunch, a lunch? today. <laughs> there was a State of the Union lunch today, uh, where he he had um, uh, you know he had his meal brought in. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, he had double portions. There you go. Um, and, and he, he met with the press and somebody broke out their iPhone and they, they asked him, you know, what do you hope to accomplish after your first year? And this was, this was uncanny. There's been tremendous divisiveness for many years. I would consider it a great achievement if we could make our country uh, united, if I could unite you country that's not an easy thing to do because the views are so divergent oh it's not an easy thing to do because you and your supporters are all horrible racist pieces of shit like joe just pointed out they're, <laughs> yeah they're the divisive ones they're the ones that are doing the dividing i love that movie the divisive um, ones no <laughs> um is that a movie no that i'm kidding I'm, I'm making a, a pun on the uh, the defiant ones <laughs> Okay. See, um, you got me again. <laughs> there you go. Damn you, Ken. I'm full of lies tonight. 
just like Trump. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, what on earth? Uh, I, oh, I'd love to do that. That would be great. Because we're so divided, so tremendously divided. I mean, it was really divided before I became president. I mean, he, you know, totally Obama did that. Oh, yeah. He made you, yeah, you know, do a fake witch hunt against him for his birth certificate, you know, and had all your investigators go to Hawaii. Ever crack that case, Donnie? <laughs> you know, the people who were divided were, you know, I don't know, the Nazis and, and the white supremacists yep. who hated Obama because he was black. That's where the division was. Yeah, and the people who didn't so realize it's, they it's loved them white and their diaper yeah, wh- baby pants. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. And I'm just saying, and the people who didn't realize that they were white supremacists or, you know, at least leaning Nazi in their beliefs, the ones that were like, oh, no, 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 it's just, we're not racist. We just don't like black people. You know, those people, you know, the the ones who, they don't belong to a special club for it, except, you know, uh. being born and white and entitled. You know, they don't actually have, you know, a uniform or anything. They're just, you know... They're just your well, they suburbanite actually, white flight racists. They actually do have a uniform. It's white. It's got a hood. Well, no, I'm saying that, yes, there's the Klan. There's the neo-Nazis. Mm-hmm. But then there's mm-hmm. all these suburbanites who are like, oh, I didn't realize I thought so much like them. You know? They still are don't. Are these like hipsters? No. No, I'm saying they're no, like, you know. Just you know, rural, uh, you know, I think it's suburban middle class Americans. suburbanites and yeah. rural people. I don't think it's hipsters. I think it's people who just felt like I didn't like Obama. I never knew why, but I really like Trump. And oh, look at all these people saying these racist things. I relate to that. Oh, I see. So yeah. it's 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 got to do with the color white. Yes, not affiliated racist. It basically, is what that no. what that is. You know, no. Just you, you like white, and yeah. those are the same people who would turn around and say, "But I have black friends." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So, but you know, I'm saying they all exist. You know, they're they're just you know. I've had met so many white people. They're just like, they think when I'm alone with them, they can be like, "Well, you know what?" And then they say something really ugly and hateful about another race, and I'm like. Dude, I'm not like you. <laughs> you know, I, that's funny. If it comes, if we have a chance later on in the show, I just realized I had that experience the other day, on Sunday, with oh, a guy who was a now. football coach. He was a football coach for a high school, mm-hmm. and so we were talking. We were watching the Pro Bowl, which is was lame, but it's a long story. Bob and I, I needed to. All right, here's the long story short. I needed to take a pee. So we went to a bar to get a drink so I could use the bathroom without feeling guilty. Sure. I do the same and thing. So we're, thank you. Okay. So we're watching the Pro Bowl, and there's this guy that's kind of sitting a couple of seats down from Bob. And, you know, we were making fun of the Pro Bowl because it's the Pro Bowl. And, and the guy's like, I used to coach football. And um, it's like, oh, you know, so we got to talking with him because I like talking to people when I'm out at bars and whatnot. And sure, sure. It, he, he he said, I graduated from Liberty University. Oh, Jesus. And I was like, okay, that's red so, flag number one. Yeah. And did you say, oh, <laughs> so you didn't go to a real school then? That's cool, though. That's no, nice. I didn't. Cause, <laughs> no, because... 
because he he was a regular at this place, and this is a place that's not far from where we live. But yeah. um, so, so he, he didn't got, want to get fired. I, I told him, I said, well, I'm a Giants fan because he was a Redskins fan. He's like, oh, you know, my my team that I used to coach, it played, you know, we played against Tiki Barber, who was a Giants player for the non-sports ball people out there. Mm-hmm. And it was this whole kind of like when I was a sports guy and I was relevant kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so he heard that I was a New York Giants fan and we got to talking and he also heard that um, Bob was an Atlanta Falcons fan. Which is really, you know, it's interesting. So we're just kind of going on in the conversation. And then suddenly it switched. I knew that there was something that was going to come up when he said he was from Liberty. But suddenly it switched. And this guy was like, here, I live I live in Northern Virginia. But I got to tell you something. I'm from the rest of Virginia. And uh, I just sat back and I was like, all right. Wow. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he went on this whole kind of thing where, you know, you know, everybody up here, I've only lived here four years, but everybody up here thinks that, you know, they're the ones that are running Virginia and da, 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 and all this other kind of just stuff that you hear. And it, it it stuck with me because I've heard this, you know, coming from upstate New York. And we've talked about this on the show. And then he started talking about, you know, the, 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 just the, the Civil War and all this stuff. And I kind of turned around to him at that point and I was like, um, you know that... I'm not, I don't live in New York anymore, and my husband doesn't live in Atlanta anymore. And he's like, oh, where where are you from? And I was like, "Uh, the next community over, Delray. And I realized that this guy took it upon himself to assume that we weren't from Virginia, that he could bad talk Virginia. Yeah. Because he is stuck in Northern Virginia, which is really blue. Yeah. yeah. And it was well, amazing. I, I looked at Bob and I said, I, I told Bob, I said, I'm finished with my drink. You can get the check. I'm going outside. Finish this up. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just, I just, he, he seemed like a nice enough person. But I felt really offended that he assumed a lot of things. Like yep. it, at one point he was talking about, you know, calling people a damn Yankee. And we've had this conversation on the show before. Yeah, I looked at him straight in the eye and I was like, guess what? I'm from New York. Being called a damn Yankee isn't that bad and you'll get over it. Yeah, I, I, I like it when people <laughs> call me a damn Yankee. I think it's fun. See, your first mistake there, uh, Rain, was going into a bar to use the bathroom. What I do is <laughs> I run into a McDonald's, take a quick <laughs> look at take a quick look at the dollar menu so you don't feel, you know, uh, uh, guilty, and then you go to the bathroom, and you don't buy anything. Yeah. Oh, see, there you go. But if you or, look or, at the if you look at the dollar menu, you feel better. There you go. You could buy a filet chart. There's another one. Now I do this at Wendy's. At Wendy's, I just run in screaming diarrhea, and everybody gets out of your way. Uh, well, this is Old Town Alexandria. We don't have a McDonald's there. I will tell you this: we walked it. The place where we went to was the Rocket Grill. It's okay. a karaoke bar. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it's it's anyway. Sounds fun. I, I, I just couldn't I couldn't wait for a McDonald's. I had to go then and now. Hey, there's another middle age. When know, you have to go, you gotta go. And you can go have a drink too when you're done. Hey, I'm sixty eight yeah. with a prostate the size of Montana. <laughs> you're telling wow. me about having to go. That's huge. Yeah, it's got its own freaking zip code. 
The doctor wow. says, Ooh, you're not even. <laughs> so, I'm uh, still amazed by the fact that yeah. it didn't dawn on me until afterwards mm. that this guy just automatically assumed we didn't live in the area. Mm-hmm. And so he felt really comfortable slamming the area because he went to Liberty University and he's used to the real, the quote unquote, real Virginia. And I, I, it was at that point was like, no. It's it's three thirty in the afternoon on a Sunday. I don't want to do this. Yeah. Oh sure, sure. Well, I, you, sometimes like, you need some downtime from the, the the conflict. When he asked where you were from, he should have said, "I live in the apartment upstairs." <laughs> I didn't even know how this is all going to roll out. I mean, that was the thing. It's like I heard the Liberty University, and I'm like, "All right, let's." Let's play this out. I don't want to make assumptions. Liberty University. (laughs) I I would have had the hardest time. I would have had the hardest time. Say, oh, where'd you get your, uh, do you get your bachelor's at Trump University? Trump University. Go pricks. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) If you guys ever come to, to, to here, you'll understand. It's like, no, because if I did that, people would know. I mean, I live in a, it's, it feels small town. Yeah, it it does. It feels yeah. small town. I just I that's not in my nature. That's not in my nature, to be honest with you. But boy, oh boy, this guy, Dave, he said he coached. And I was like, well, did you coach for Liberty? And he's like, no, I coached high school football. And I said, OK, did you play college football? And he said, yeah, I played at Liberty. And I was like, did you go on to coaching after that? No, I didn't. And I just was like, that's all I need. That OK, we're good. Yeah, I, I would ask him to repeat. Like, I would ask him to repeat all that. It's the coolest fucking story I've ever heard in my entire life. That's insane. Is it, can I hear it again? Do you have time? <laughs> oh, but I do know. I do know. Bob. I know Bob's not on the show tonight. But Bob, I walked outside because yeah. I just didn't. I was like, nope, not going to do. I'm not going to do this. But Bob, at one point, he talked about Beauregard Sessions, and Bob made some <laughs> kind of smart ass comment as he was leaving. You know, it mm. was just. It was. I didn't mean to de- derail the conversation, but well, let's... it's just this idea of people assuming. Yes. People assuming that because Getting... you're in a certain yeah. place, everybody is. Or of a certain color. You. Or of a certain color. Yeah. You know, yes. they so... assume because they're assholes, you're an asshole. Yeah. And not only that, and another thing too is stupid people think everybody is everybody else is just as stupid as they are. That's why you have the Trump cult. Uh, you there know, there a lot of them think they're actually that they think their level of stupidity is actually kind of smart, which is dangerous. <laughs> you know, so it was this guy, yes, you're yeah. right. Yes, I mean, I'm not like, used to running into people. I, like I'm that. ignorant. I'm ignorant, but I'm gonna say some words that make me sound a little bit smart right now. I went to Liberty University. Ooh, uh, did you now? Yeah. How'd you and do I in creation? Is P- how'd you do in intelligent design one hundred and one? <laughs> I got a PH. They don't have a D yet. Nope. Well, just PH. That, the PH that has stands to do for with the water Democrats. Party. Filthy Democrats. <laughs> That's the Libtars. Democrat Party. Yeah. Democrat Party. The Democrat I, Party. I went to Libtard University. Is where I went. <laughs> <laughs> It honestly was so weird. It was so weird. And I yeah. just felt like, no, I'm having a nice afternoon. 
not going to do this. Yeah. Yeah, your bladder did you in there, Rain. Yeah, well, you know, I'll be honest with you. I had a, a vodka tonic. Mm-hmm. Bob had a beer. And it mm-hmm. was, you know, about $10. It was worth the price. There you go. Well, you used to have to put a nickel in at the uh, laundromat. Um, but, you know. See? Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, <laughs> uh, and it still wasn't clean. Nobody cared. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, yeah. the, the, um, um, the, I think the team are, isn't the sports team for Liberty, uh, university, the shit Hawks, shit Hawks, big, dirty shit Hawks. They're flying oh, in I, low. They're swooping down, <laughs> shitting on people and dragging them off to the big shit nest. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I think it's, uh, they no, they, they go by, it's the, uh, the raving raptures, isn't it? Oh, the rapturists! <laughs> the rapturists. Yeah. Did they ever play prick? Go pricks. Uh, they might have played Trump University. Trump University. Go pricks. Yeah. <laughs> they, so. they played to a tie, and then they sued each other. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> and the Liberty University anti-sodomites are coming onto the field. <laughs> and, and here comes the uh, Trump University litigators. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> and of course, the Liberty University mascot uh, being an abstinence-only ribbon. <laughs> I don't even know what that looks like. <laughs> And Trump I'll University promise. mascot. <laughs> oh yeah, is, no, their their mascot would be a giant uh, 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 costume of a promise ring. <laughs> oh my god! I was, thinking, I was thinking more of a of a hooker on a mattress. <laughs> oh, that if they were be, if they were being honest, then yes, that's what it would be. But you know, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, well, cheerleaders. The cheerleaders for hookers with mattresses. <laughs> hey, everybody. Liberty University is looking for a new mascot. Think of your best one and call in at 330-536-1466. Let us know what you think the perfect mascot for Liberty University would be. Um, uh, <laughs> maybe you could be a, a ram in the bush. How about oh, my a, God. How about a douchebag? Uh, yes. A big douchebag. Sure, Douchebags sure. serve a purpose. Liberty University do. does it. No, they probably think that that would be Liberty University. Probably would think that that would be losing one's virginity to use a douchebag. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's in, it's that was that was part of the problem in Sodom and Gomorrah. But you know, it's kind of interesting. I m- actually met somebody who went to Liberty University. That is terrifying. I've actually. never met anybody like that before. Uh, yeah. And so, he just was like a big galoop. Yeah. Sitting at the bar. Shocking, right? Here. Did you, Did I you mean, ask him if he ever thought of going to college? Yeah. <laughs> really? Really? You know what? I'll tell you what. You need to come down and visit with me. Mm-hmm. I'll take you to this bar. Okay. The Rocket Grill. And I'll mm-hmm. let you do that. No. So, oh. Well, <laughs> I don't think it would be. Ro- I don't think no, it I would probably, be. I, I don't think it would. <laughs> We, we we really really have it, it it in since we're talking about Liberty University so so damn much in this segment we really should oh, play their the Liberty you are the play, flames we should play the old alma mater hymn don't right mess around with God's America uh, all the old alma mater so uh, it looks like uh, we I have, have you Caitlin Chris is calling I've been kicked off tennis courts. 
And that's hard to do. Well, there you go. With my mouth. Yeah. There you so go. So Kat in the chat said that Liberty University, their mascots are the flames. Oh, my God. <laughs> Caitlin Chris is on the line. Liberty University is looking for a new mascot. You got an idea for him? Yeah. It has to, it's it's um a dollar named Bill. <laughs> I see. That's nice. Dollar Bill. Here comes Dollar oh. Bill. Cuz they all they worship is money, really. Yes. In cash we lust. Yep. So, although my liberty, my liberty friend was cheap as hell. He was getting those dollar beers on a Sunday afternoon. You oh, mean he didn't buy a round? Oh no. Oh jeez. I no, he probably ex- he probably expected other people to buy for him. Hey, Rain. <laughs> probably. So uh, it was it was so weird. That is weird. So, uh, uh, Caitlin, Chris, we only got a couple minutes before the break, but uh, anything else on your mind on uh, the um, uh, shard of the union uh, night here? Mm, other than the fact that I'm trying to pretend it's not happening, no. Yeah, <laughs> I hear you. I mean. I, I loved it. I was so happy. Tim Carmel was like, um, well, it was funny because, uh, you know, um, uh, I, I love her uh, to death, uh, but uh, our good friend, uh, oh, she, Stephanie Miller show, Baby in a Bar. Uh, why can't I remember her name? Sue from Mike. Yes. Sue and, Ro- yeah. Sue and Rockville. Yeah, Sue and Rockville. She's out there. She's always on the turnips page. She's always posting stuff on my page, and she's on Twitter, and she's like, watch anything and you know do anything except watch the state of the union she's like naming all these like talk shows and tv shows that are on and stuff and then tim carmel has to say hey sue i'll be listening to turn up the night with kenny pick (laughs) and and I'm, i'm like come on sue I think she's listened to the show one time, and I think the one one of the only times she ever uh, uh, listened to the show, she was like, "Can I be a guest?" And I'm like, "Well, listen once first. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, and you know, she she does she does have a um, Chatango ID, so there you go. Put the pressure on her. She folks. should join. It, you know, she should jo- she should join in the chat room. I think she uh, on, honestly. I think she has family stuff that she does uh, uh, through oh, the true. week, so true. In the evening, so Cause, but because you know, uh, she's because she's she's you know she's Mima to her to her grandkids yeah. at the very least. Yeah. So, but anyway, you know, hey, yeah, throw you know at the very least tag turn up the night. Come on, it's not like you're on the turnips page, uh, not on the turnips page, but um. Yeah, so, all right, um, uh, Caitlin, Chris, um, thank you for calling in. Uh, you should call in on Friday, or you can call back later tonight if you have something else you want to talk about. I don't care. Um, but, all right, uh, will do. But yeah, and, and I had a fun time uh, on Southern Progressive Revival on Sunday, and you're going to be joining us again next Sunday while we wait Janet's return. Yep. All right. Indeed. Talk to oh, you soon. yay. Yep. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, there she goes. Just okay. So you know. Yeah. Just so you know, Bob sure. posted a YouTube video from the Rocket Grill. Oh, cool. Just so you can know the place we went to. I was that desperate to go to the bathroom. Is it a little divey? Mm-hmm. Is it divey? Y- y'all need to see the video. Okay. Well, I, I you, won't be able to. Did you do any? Did you do any send, uh, it, send it to me on Facebook. I won't, be able to, I won't be able to do it while I'm doing the show because okay. the audio will All right. come through. So, but anyway, it's uh, it is break time, and uh, since you evoked Bobber's name, um, 
Maybe your bladder was swimming upside down um, the other day to make it you was. stop into this bar. So <laughs> we'll go ahead and play Swimming Upside Down by Bobber on this break, and we'll return lots more fun on our Shard of the Union special here on Turn Up the Night. We'll see if we can laugh at some more shit. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Occasionally I get a jerk like you here, so thank you. KennyPick.com
Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media right here on Indie Media Weekly. Yeehaw! Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are from the bunker. So we do a one hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! What a worth it's showtime. It is showtime, and welcome back to it. And, of course, joining me, as always, on the program, Rain from Floor Freedom's blog in Washington, D.C. Hello. Hello. I just wanted to tell Sandy from Durwood, no, no, we're not going to have a meetup at the Rocket Grill. <laughs> and and I say that because I posted it in the Turnips chat, and uh, Sandy was like, if the food is any good, we should meet there. But she didn't listen to the first part of the show. So yeah, it's uh, not her fault. Yeah, it's not okay. her fault. That's all right. I appreciate that she's looking for a meetup, but it's like, no, 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 no. Oh, no. well, well, what you're saying? She didn't listen to the <laughs> first part of the show, so she didn't get to hear Donald Trump's uh, "Shard of the Union" address. Um, that's a shame. <laughs> Not yet. Uh, and Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back to the program. Susan Sarandon, find yourself a cliff. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Wee. <laughs> yeah. yeah, seriously. Is she, has she said anything as of like the past Louise? couple of weeks? What? Yeah, she's not. She's not voting for Clinton in 2020 either. You just want her to do a a, 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 a sequel to Thelma and Louise, right? 
Uh, yeah. Only this time I wanted to do it alone. Yeah. <laughs> Can we keep Gina Davis? Do keep because Gina Davis out of this. Ice. Yeah, why should yeah. Gina Davis suffer? She didn't yeah. say anything. She's all right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm with Joe. I am Dark so, turn. so pissed at at the, the number of Bernie supporters who didn't... Who, I, I'm not knocking all Bernie supporters. I know. I'm make that I clear. So but, somebody... you know, people who, like Susan Sarandon, and there's a good number of people out there who are like, no, we can't yeah. vote for Clinton no matter what. And and here we are. Listen, All my right, group was could, this, totally split uh, down the middle last year between Bernie and, and, and uh, during the primaries. But we all got together in the general. Yeah. yeah. That's it. And there, there was no animus. All right. I'm sure Mr. Adam Hebert probably has something to say about this. That's probably why he called. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Well, We've unleashed well, the beast. I, I, <laughs> well, I do have three possibles for Liberty University. And oh, good. I submit good. for your approval. All right. Okay. First of all, I submit the Liberty University doubles because they're all going to hell, and they're going to be very shocked when they wake up in bed next to Hitler. That actually has a nice ring to it, Adam. Thank you. That's a good one. Well, thank you. Uh, then I have the Liberty University shit weasels. Mm, shit weasels, yeah. Underrated mm. critter. And finally, the Liberty University dickweeds. The, all, all are good, but I'm saying Liberty University devils actually sounds like a team. <laughs> and and it's perfect for them. And, you know, they already have the flames lapping at their heels, so... <laughs> So, and that's well, just go. what they do in the locker room. So, uh, <laughs> I have no evidence that they lap at each other's heels in the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> it's just a little foot stuff. That's okay. Um, so, <laughs> we, uh, I, I like I like what Wes Carscadden says on Southern Progressive Revival. We don't kink shame. If you're into it, you're into it. <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> you know, and I and I got I want to remind everyone listening right now. I taught that man everything he knows about radio. That's terrifying. <laughs> uh, but, but hold on, you taught me everything I know about radio. Oh, even more terrifying. Uh, and you know who taught me? Nobody, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I did have some help. I did have some help along the way, but uh won't mention the certain names. Um, but uh but you know who really helped me got gave me my start in radio, and that would be my mom and dad, and, and especially my dad, because he, he, he blessed me with this golden voice. So there you well, go. That is true. Good yeah. point. Anyway, so, I'm not going to watch the uh, the uh, State of the Union because I found out today that the Indy Media Weekly Radio Health Insurance Plan doesn't cover middle finger transplants. Oh, it's a bad health plant plan. It is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could told me you could told me about this sooner. Um, but I will say one of my predictions is I think he's going to uh, make the case for war with North Korea, and you I think, think so? you're going to see him. I think he will. I think he will. <laughs> Sorry. 
I wow. think you're also going to see him maybe lay the groundwork for to pre- start pressing Congress for a an enabling act style law. I think he's going to try and pull a Palpatine. Game I know over, you hate man. Star Wars analogies, but I don't Sorry. hate them. I just don't know them. Why do you always assume that I hate things that you like? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. That's funny. It's I a would like for you to that's, explain that's, what is shtick. the Palpatine. What is it? He basically the, the Emperor from Star Wars. He basically rose as a politician and declared himself ruler of everything. And killed all that opposed him. That I know, but what, what are you going to... What am I going to what? I'm sorry. What, what's your prediction? My prediction, is, like I said, I don't think he's going to do anything like that tonight. I think that he needs, okay, he needs a war. He wants a war. He wants those war powers. He basically wants extra power because he sees that as his lifeline. Okay. So he's going to start, you know, he's going to start laying down the groundwork for war with North Korea. Maybe something about, you know, Congress passing laws. But I think that as he starts ramping it up, you're going to see him calling on Congress to pass something like the Enabling Act in Germany to give him extra powers. Yeah. Okay, that part, that last part makes sense. So, And that's my big concern. Star Wars. Damn it. Adam. I know you don't. <laughs> I know you don't. I just thought I was of the impression you hated when I made references to it. No, I don't. I I I like to have understanding of it. Okay, I'm sorry. Ray. Are we okay? Are we good? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I of think it's, we're it's good. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's. I'm sure it's fine. Um, and, I'm like uh, Earth and Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I'm mostly harmless. Okay, that's that's good. I like harmless. Yeah. So, um, uh, and, and you know what Earth is like uh, with Trump as president? Uh, if there's a bright center of the universe, you're on the planet that it's farthest from. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's, yep. <laughs> He's the reason why if we ever get inv- inv- invaded by aliens, they're going to say, all right, guys, we fucked up. Back up. We're yeah. going home. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Oh. So, um, all right, uh, Adam, I'm going to let you go. We're, we're going to get to some uh, audio clips here. Uh, but uh, thanks for calling in. Okay. Uh, I'll talk to you soon. I'll let you know about no Saturday, problem. too. Okay. Right. Miko's talking to me anyway, so i got to get going. Go. Bye. Bye, Miko. Bye, Adam. So, Bye-bye, Adam. Goodbye, everyone. All right, there we go. Thank you for calling, Adam. Uh, so, uh, uh, I, you know, one very solid prediction about the State of the Union uh, was made by one Chuck Schumer today. <laughs> and um uh you know how uh, trump uh, you know he's gonna love talking about the economy just love talking about the economy Mm-mm-mm. and uh there's uh two words that he knows that uh um trump's not gonna say the white house has said the president intends to take credit for the economy just as he was born on third base and assumed he hit a triple The president thinks our economic recovery is all thanks to him, when reality is that he owes a lot of it to Barack Obama. Two words I don't think we'll hear tonight on the economy. Thanks, Obama. Thanks, Obama. Yeah. That was a class. That that came out of left field there. Another baseball analogy. He was... He was born on third base and thinks he hit a triple. Thus, he hit a triple. Yes. that I, I get that. I get that. 
I understand that sports yeah. analogy. I appreciate that one. Of course good. you Good. I love that. <laughs> look at Joe's look at Joe's like, good for you, Ken. Good, yeah. Ken. Yeah. <laughs> good. Good. That was very reminiscent of um uh Cecil Richards' mom. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. The governor of Texas. I can't remember her first name. I'm sorry. Um, I feel a little ashamed of that. Mm, I, I she don't was know. the one who said that he he thinks was it something that he was born with a silver spoon in his mouth? Yes, yes. I, I remember that. Ah, um, oh, yes, yes, yes. I, I I don't. I remember that quote. Yeah. But the truth is, the truth is, I'm I'm actually waiting for him to take credit. For everything that Obama did, yeah, and and I gotta be really honest with you, you know his his new thing because I heard that he's going to talk about, uh, you know, black unemployment again tonight. Oh. I'm trying to figure out where his policies are for making sure that people of color are more employed than white people because right now it's at a record low for white people and people of color. And that has nothing to do with any policies mm-hmm. that Trump has mm-hmm. because he has no policies about it. True. Everything that we're seeing still a year and what, two months later mm-hmm. is just riding on the wave of mm-hmm. the Obama administration. Well, and you know, I, I, I meant to get the audio, but I totally blew it. Um, there was a, I think Chris Cuomo was on CNN going, doing the math of, of job growth. And it's like, uh, you know, whatever the he, Trump says, oh, we added two million jobs or something like that. And he's like, well, that's that's nothing compared to what Obama added the year before. You know, right. and, and the stock market has been growing, you know, incrementally over time. This isn't mm-hmm. all just a result of of you know an orange doofus that is addicted to Twitter. You know, I mean, it, this, I. Uh, I you know I I don't know how many times I have to say it before you know the the somebody in the Trump cult uh, will maybe say well yeah I guess so but of course you know they all said Obama literally destroyed America and literally destroyed the Constitution and they yeah, don't know what Obama literally means literally. <laughs> I don't believe those uh, numbers the unemployment rate is really three hundred percent. There's more yeah. people unemployed than we even have in America. Oh yeah, when it we're comes actually. To, yeah. When it comes to white unemployment, and, and if we're going to go there, because Trump went there, when it comes to white unemployment, it is it, it's pretty much at zero. Like there is white unemployment, but oh my god! <laughs> oh, sounds like they're. Do you it sounds like this? they're using. It sounds like they're using like a crazy big typewriter. Yeah. Are they really? typing like? Yeah, they're typing the on room? big, or huge. They're big, huge typewriters that are the size of like the David Byrne suit from Stop <laughs> Making Sense. Yeah. Okay. I kind of, I kind of ma- maybe imagine one of them chewing on their butt, and their le- front leg is hitting the floor while they're doing it. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, I know. Thump, thump, so, thump, thump. <laughs> this, is, this is awesome radio. It's um, great. But no, I mean, it, it. People looking for jobs. Mm-hmm. Is that nearly zero? Yeah. There's actually a labor shortage. Yes. This is true. This is why, you know, he's t- he takes credit for wages going up. Wages started going up in the last quarter of Obama's administration, and that was because unemployment dipped below 5%, and 
I worked for the Department of Labor for 33 years. I know that under 5%, mm -hmm. we used to call it full employment. That's the term I was looking for, Joe. And the there reason, you go. And the Thank reason, you. Right. And the reason you have full employment under 5% is that the remaining people that are quote-unquote unemployed is what we used to call fractional or fic, uh, a fictional, not fictional, fictional, fractional unemployment. <laughs> Well, Trump has fictional unemployment numbers. You always have to have, you always will have 4% unemployment because there's people always changing jobs. So there's a continual turnover of people coming in and out of the labor force. And that accounts for really the other. You brought that up. Okay, so that, that, that means that everybody who wants a job has a job, and anybody else that's in that 4% are people that are rotating in and out of jobs. Okay, yeah. and you'll always have it. It's, yeah, it, it's called fictional unemployment. Yeah. <laughs> unemployment. Fractional. We, well, fractional. Fractional. Yeah, fractional. Fractional. Fractional unemployment. But it, it, interestingly, it goes to the fact when he said black unemployment and and I just I, I I really did find it offensive when he said black unemployment because he's a racist. Um, well, well, somebody pointed it out the lowest black point ever, and it doesn't. To me, I feel like well, it's still it's still it's double twice as much. Yes, right. yeah. of white yes. unemployment. Well, and and let's you know? uh, let's not forget too what is feeding into uh, uh, unemployment in in the inner cities with you know uh, people of all ethnicities. And and also it, it it hurts a little bit in inner cities and bigger cities, major population centers, but really, what's getting decimated out there is rural America with the retail apocalypse that nobody from the Trump administration has ever brought up. They want to yes. talk about you want to talk about fictional un unemployment. Fictional unemployment is bringing all the coal mine jobs back. Fictional unemployment is bringing all the steel mill jobs back. Fictional unemployment is you know, uh, you know, uh, drilling you know in uh, every you know in the in the middle of every downtown in America for crude oil. You know, uh, you know that that's fictional employment. Those are those are fictional numbers there because yeah, it, 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 he they open up one coal mine. And hundreds of large stores uh, that employed thousands of people closed down. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I'll say this. I, I worked retail for many years. I hated it. It was not a rewarding job most days. Um, but I made pretty decent money in retail. You know, I mean, for, for what I was doing and, you know, cause I didn't go to college, you know, I, I worked, I literally, unlike Trump worked my way up with no college degree. And I'm now in a good job in a private sector company where I have good health care for me and my wife and we don't need anything, you know, and I, I, I and I, I worked to get there. I didn't have, I didn't have a college diploma to, to put down. It was all work experience, you know? I was so happy when that first dishwasher job left my resume, you know, because you, you know, you get it, you get a job. <laughs> a really good I, way to put it. I, I was a busboy next, and when that busboy job went away, I was like, "All right, here's my telemarketing job." And when that telemarketing job went away, then I was in collections, and the collections job went away, and you know, and and you know, and that's what it was. It, it's 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 it was literally building a resume of things that I had done. And, you know, getting to the point. And if it wasn't for retail, 
I never would have gotten to where I am now because my first job at the company I work for now was a retail job. And I only got it because I had experience in retail. And the experience I got in retail in was as a manager is, you know, I did it on a smaller scale of what I do now on my current financial job. And so all these people like me who, you know, didn't go to college, those jobs aren't there for them to get that yeah. training, to build up their skills. You know, because that's how I had to do it. That is exactly how I had to do it. I, you know, and, and, you know, people talk about a skilled labor force and everything. Well, you know, you got to get those first jobs to, to get to those middle jobs. And that's what the retail jobs are. Those are the middle jobs. You start out as a bus boy. You start out as a dishwasher. You start out, you know, in a fast food place. And then the next thing you know, maybe you can get a job at the Gap. Maybe you could get a job at Sears. Maybe you can get a job at JCPenney or Kmart or something like that. And, you know, and, and you know, you're away from the deep fryer, so it's an accomplishment, you know? I, I know it. I've been there. So nobody's owning the retail apocalypse under Trump. No. There, no. It started I under too. it started under Obama, but you can't really I'll say this, you can't really blame Obama uh, for it because it was on the periphery and it started with what's going on with the, you know, stuff like Amazon and eBay, you know, the, the re, brick and mortar places can't keep up. Plus, you look at all the Walmarts that have come in and decimated smaller places and communities. Even, you that's know, been, it, that's been there since long before Obama. Oh, that was absolutely. There. But it's a domino that, effect. That's, Yes. Yeah, it is. That's a really, really good point. It really is a domino effect. I mean, Walmart, to me in particular, we could do a show on that. <laughs> we well, could do a things. show on Walmart. But I, I feel like, um, yeah, Trump is sitting there talking about all these jobs while many of them are going overseas. And nobody's paying attention to the fact that brick and mortar, especially, you know, um, chains are really struggling. Chains and malls, malls barely exist anymore. Yeah. Right. Anchor stores are going. And there's nothing there's nothing in place to try to find out what can we do when they go away because they are going to go away because we have the internet now. We have that. Two things you won't hear tonight. Walmart closed a bunch of stores in mostly in rural areas. And Peggy Noonan is sober. <laughs> uh you know uh, I, I should i should get some of this audio for for you guys because i was on it, it, you know how you fall down the youtube uh hole sometimes and find certain things um well i was looking at stuff about the retail apocalypse and i found this documentary you guys remember charles Carroll? it's from cbs yes. news yes. sunday morning sure. charles sure. Carroll. oh he had a voice man did he have a voice i loved his voice mm -hmm. um there's a documentary from, uh, I'll have to get some of this audio. There's a documentary, or not, not a documentary, a news story he did from like 1980. And he's riding up an escalator in a mall and he's like, you may have been in a shopping mall. <laughs> you know, that's where all the kids hang out at the mall. One in six American, or no, five out of six Americans have been to the mall. <laughs> you know, And it was like this huge, big thing. And it was 1980, the mall. And it's so crazy to think that that lasted for such a short period of time. And, you know, we still have malls here. 
they're, they're not doing nearly as well. You know, it's like, uh, you know, tower city mall downtown, you know, they can't keep stores in it at all. But anyway, it, you know, that's kind of a one-off, but yeah, I mean, this is this, uh, situation we're in, it, it, it's untenable because, you know, like I said, there are a lot of people in this country who didn't get higher education, who are never going to get higher education that are screwed because now we have jobs at the bottom rung. And I don't mean to say, I'm saying of the ladder because it is a ladder of the bottom rung yep. of the ladder. And we have jobs at the top tier of the ladder and very few rungs in between. I'm lucky. I'm lucky that I got to where I got. And I'm lucky I've been in the same job for 11 years. I can't even believe I've been in the same job for 11 years in, in the, you know, in the climate we have. I really got lucky. So, um, yeah, anyway. But, yeah, this is, you know, I, 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 so I really hope, hey, or is so Trump's definitely not going to say. Thanks, Obama. In the State of the Union. And he's never definitely not going to say uh, we need to do something about retail jobs. You know, we need to no. get work programs to, to you know, maybe help uh, w with training in, you know, or whatever. Or, you know, bring back the retail jobs. What's wrong with saying just saying it? Bring back the retail jobs. Because shit isn't well, going to sell itself. You know, I will say this, and please forgive me because I find myself with hic hiccups. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. You get the there, there, final there word. There are companies out there like like Sears, yeah. who about you know ten years ago were like a hedge fund came in and took over Sears and Kmart. Mm -hmm. And they're oh my god, I hate having hiccups. I'm sorry, everybody. Do you want to hold the this thought until weird. after the break? You want to see if you can get rid of them and and uh... yeah, I'll punch them out of me. <laughs> okay, do it. Um, <laughs> oh, and just so you know, Rain, you're never gonna have sex again. What? That's meant to scare you. That Susan does that to people to get them to stop hiccuping. <laughs> All right, that might might have worked. All right. Oh we'll see no. How... Oh God. No. Damn it. So anyway. <laughs> Oh, also, Susan said about <laughs> said about the, the State of the Union tonight. She said, "I'm not watching it. It's like watching it's like watching pooping backwards." <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. All right. Done it. That might have done it. There you go. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's go ahead and uh, go to the break, uh, and we'll be right back with lots more of the Shard of the Union special uh, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Don't change that dial. Do not. Watch the State of the Union. This is the People's State of the Union here on Turn Up the Night. We'll be right back. Friends, here's some exciting news. Everybody, I know you can believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, you will know how to... Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Thanks up, everybody, for watching more! This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's... Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and a helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. 
Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal. Some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal. And rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Mr. Speaker, Mr. Vice President, members of Congress, the uh, the Big Macs are great. The quarter pounder with cheese. I mean, I think the food's good, and I eat it very carefully. You know, I do as good as it says as well as I can, but um, I think all of those places, Burger King, McDonald's, I can, I can live with them. I had the other night, I had Kentucky Fried Chicken. Not the worst thing in the world. Thank you, God bless you, and God bless the United States. Yes, God bless the United hey. Shirts of America. See, uh, Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> Kofefe. Uh, hmm. Shard of the Union. <laughs> and uh, I'd like to thank the ambassador from Norway for being here. <laughs> yes, <laughs> of course. Yeah. So in uh, Namibia. Uh, no, Nam- uh, no, Nambia. I, did I, I said it right. <laughs> Nambia. <laughs> Nambia. Yeah, Nambia. Rambia, Rambia. Is that where Nambla hails from? Uh, could ask yeah, Roy Moore. Rambia. Uh, you roll your, roll your R. Rambia. You know, and I actually, believe it or not, um, was able to uh, cobble together Donald Trump actually saying the word shart. Shart. Yeah, there you go. Shart. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's what you get when you do the, when you record the opening for the art of the deal, and everybody says sh at some point in their life. <laughs> shart. Yeah. So. Anyway, welcome back to the program, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Well, two things. One, uh, the Washington Post uh, just uh, revealed why the uh, uh, FBI director and the uh, Brad Rosenstein was at the White House last night. Oh uh, yeah. Yep, they were arguing against the release of that memo. Oh, the uh, the the Nunez memo. Yes, they went over there to argue against it, and uh, that's why. And, by the way, Rain, her name was Ann Richards, the governor of Texas. I thought I said that. Oh, did you? But the quote you were looking for is that Bush was born with a silver foot in his mouth. Oh. <laughs> I, okay. I think it was Ann Richards, and... Uh, yeah. Ann it Richards. was. It was a silver foot. Yes, I'm foot. sorry. I was wrong. Foot. Why? I will just... accept my spanking. No, it's okay. 
Oh, you just want to spank. Are <laughs> you kidding yeah. me? You know what? You won't <laughs> deny that. Uh, let's find a magazine with her face on it. A spank. Okay, you're ready. So. <laughs> uh, Bye, everybody. <laughs> All right, and Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington D.C. Uh, welcome back. And you, you, uh, you uh, 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 ended your bout of hiccups, but you wanted to mention something about uh, places like Sears and and whatnot. You remember that? Yeah, Sears and and Kmart. They were bought by a hedge fund manager many years ago. Yeah, and he, you know, it. Here's the thing. Hedge fund managers are more than fine with running their companies into the ground so they can make money for their hedge funds. It happened with Office Depot. Yes. It happened with Sports Authority. Um, and those are just a couple of off the top of my head. Um, I don't know what's going dicks. on with companies like uh, Toys R Us. But hedge funds, you know, they kind of come in and they're they're kind of like the vultures that just pick the meat off the bones. Did they did they buy did they buy up dicks? Because I heard they love dicks. I don't know if they <laughs> actually. I don't know. They're no, they didn't buy off dicks. I think they're afraid of dicks because they bought <laughs> oh, I think the they did. Authority. I think I bought they bought them because I, I saw them taking the sign down. They put up a new sign. Penises. Pen- see? Yep. Don't say penises, penises are- in this house. Come on, man. You sure it wasn't peni? Peni. Peni is acceptable source. in this house. Yeah. Peni, your sports so- source. All right. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, yeah, you, you you raise a very good point there, and you know, so so basically, the odds have been stacked against you know retail in this country for a very long time, and it's the culmination of people like Donald Trump, the guy, yes. the guy who said, uh, you know, I hope you know, and he, Mitt he, he was the guy, yeah, Mitt Romney, but Trump was the guy who wished that the the you know housing market would would crash because then he'd go in and make a lot of money. He wished yes. for it, but all these dumb yes. chumps out there didn't listen to Hillary Clinton when she was saying, this is a guy who is rooting against all of you, and you're going to trust him? Yeah, I'm really <laughs> glad you brought that up. I mean, because yeah, Mitt Romney, Bain Capital. Yep. Yeah, and and Bain Trump, Capital. when it came to the housing market, it's the same thing. Yeah, it's really the same thing. It's it, there are other reasons why we have it, we're having a retail issue now. So there's so many, a lot of other reasons. But if you want to go down to like the thing that set it into a death spiral, it's it's the hedge funds, to me. Yeah, my opinion. Well, I, I, it's really it's a multi pronged attack on retail, and mm-hmm. I will say I'm guilty because. I do a lot of my shopping online because I don't like going to malls and stuff like that. I'm not saying that, you know, and I know a lot of people feel that way, but you know, um, anyway, we got, we got a call coming in, uh, from the seven, seven, four area code. Who is this? Where are you calling from? Oh, is this, uh, well, McGregor. Uh, uh-uh. you're damn straight. It is penis. Hey, hello. Can I join in and say hello, strong vagina? Because it's well, our Zelda. I mean, she's a woman and she's strong. 
I love that musical. Yeah, I like Hello, Strong Vagina. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a that would be a great musical. Sure. Do you think it, now that Andrew Lloyd Webber like resolved his fight with uh, was it Patty Lapone or who was it that they can make that? That feels you, like right up his alley. You are oh. definitely asking the wrong question about who Andrew Lloyd Webber is fighting <laughs> with or who Patty Lapone uh, is fighting with because I don't know. I just happen to sometimes I get bored and I like to look at BuzzFeed because the comments make me laugh. There you go. And uh, so I saw it there. Um, but yeah, the thing I did today, that was a huge mistake or yesterday. And Kenny, you'll appreciate this because you're still in, uh, our wonderful city of Cleveland. We're looking at the comment section on an, and this is a little off topic, but still about racism. Um, the comment section of an article about getting rid of chief Wahoo. Yes. 2019. Oh, yeah. the Indians are oh. losing the chief Wahoo. Oh. Yeah. Oh, oh I, I almost recorded a Fox News segment on that, and I was like, oh, fuck these people. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, but, yeah. Was, the, uh. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, you know, uh, uh, they're, they're, you'll never find, you'll never find a, you know. You'll never find the more wretched hive of scum <laughs> and villainy. You know that. There you go, so. Rain. That's another Star Wars one for you, Rain. <laughs> I knew that, Adam. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so are you enjoying the shard? Of, are you enjoying the the shard of the union over the state of the union right now? Uh, I am dying over it. It is hilarious. Good. You know that I love very few things more than poop or fart jokes. Those are my game. Yeah. And uh, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's, yeah. <laughs> it's, I can't help it. Every time I hear a fart sure. joke, I laugh. I recently rewatched uh, yeah. <laughs> re Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, and it's the in the first season when they go to trial against the Reverend and Titus, like it's auto tunes with his ridiculous, like gonna be famous, like thing. <laughs> he falls yeah, yeah. at the end and just farts. <laughs> Every time I have it on my phone because I laugh at it so much. And so often my work, like, you know, is so sad and depressing and makes me feel the well, white hot rage. You know, that um, I have to laugh. You know what? You should probably join us uh, because it, I, it was supposed to happen tonight, but it's not going to because I did. I ran out of time. I was going to do oh, uh, a special. What the hell is that sound? The fart edition. Well, the shard edition. Uh, shard of the Union edition. Um, and I was going to record fart sounds from movies and TV shows. And then, of course, uh, see if people could recognize the fart sound from whatever movie it was from. So uh, when we I'm do that, I'll let sure. you know, and you can be the, one of the contestants on it. I'm pretty sure I'll do a good job. There you go. <laughs> like, and hey, you guys know at least one time it's going to be me going, Kenny, that's not fucking funny. That was me at your house seven oh, years ago. See? Like, oh, no. yeah, so. <laughs> I'll, I'll recognize. That was watching friggin' Smallville playing the drinking game, and I had too much wine. Sure. one of those. Yeah, you know, uh, but but, uh, but yeah. So uh, you, you Those got are any the darkest of farts? Yeah, they, oh, they certainly yeah. are. Uh, so uh, yeah. what? What? <laughs> anything else on your mind, uh, Zelda? Well, since we the whole Me Too thing is going on, and I was talking to Kenny about this via text uh, last week, I think. Um, I, don't, I don't imagine that a lot of you spend a lot of time paying attention to the Massachusetts government. 
But our Senate is blowing the fuck up right now um, because the Senate president, Stanley Rosenberg, who has been a pretty, I mean, he's a progressive guy, and I was really excited and hopeful about him, but um, he has a super-duper creepy husband. Like, I've met this guy. I wanted to take a shower immediately. Like, he's just, like, a Criminal Minds episodes have people like him in them. You know what I mean? Like, he's just Ew. creepy. And apparently, he's been sexually harassing some of the lobbyists and maybe some of the staff and people like that, and they're all too afraid to come forward publicly because they don't want to screw up what they're working on things. I don't know who the lobbyists are. I mean, I know some of them, but like big issues in Massachusetts, like fight for $15 for a livable wage, you know, per hour, which is especially big where I live talking about retail on the Cape. That's one mm -hmm. of the only ways that people, even my age and especially younger can live there. Uh, and, uh, you know, healthcare, things like that. Just these guys are, and are afraid of uh, screwing up what they're working on by going to the Senate president, who's like the most powerful legislator in New England, probably, um, because it'll be a bad idea. So there was a huge Boston Globe article, and the Senate president stepped down for a time, and Harriet Chandler stepped up as interim acting Senate president. It's just nuts. And then, like, there were three senators who wanted to be Senate president now, which is a good idea. We really, sorry, Stanley, but probably you should go. It was, it's a bad look. <laughs> um, uh -huh. Anyway, one of them, the only woman of color, the only person of color in the Senate in Massachusetts, which I know, not a shock, uh, has decided to leave the Senate and take a job with some construction group. And so now that's a new thing. But it sucks because we already look like assholes because we have this supposedly democratic legislature that doesn't do anything, certainly not anything progressive lately. And now we're having special election on special election on special election with a bunch of white dudes mostly who, and there's this sex scandal. And it's just like, we can't do anything right. Like Democrats, we just keep kicking ourselves in the ass. Like, why are we doing this? And it's, it's making me crazy, man. That's what's on my mind. Well, that oh, wow. and that's a lot. That's a lot going on. And yeah, I mean, seriously, more special elections. Uh, I've got a special. There you go. Um, They're so expensive. Oh yeah, they are. And you got uh, the creepers, uh, the the creepy dude. I mean, that's nuts. Yep. That is bonkers. But yeah. Um, uh, but uh, I'll tell you what. You know what? You can call back anytime and give us updates on this. Um, <laughs> I'm but uh, waiting with bated breath. Well, no, well, no, it, it's fine. You know, I, I'm curious. Uh, you know, uh, when we don't have because uh, uh, I got another, I got, I got another caller on the line. So no, I want whomever it is to also talk, and I want them to wh whomever you are. And I'm looking at the chat right now. <laughs> I don't know who you are. <laughs> make, make sure you say peanut. Oh, see, there you go. Don't save penis in this house. All right, well, Zelda, thanks for calling. Uh, don't lose that number. Call us back, okay? I want. I saved it in my phone as turnips. I will talk to you later. All right, see you later. Thanks. Bye. Bye, Zelda. Bye, Lev. I gotta, I gotta say, Zelda is another example of why do penises always cause problems? Don't save penis in this house. Yeah. Uh, uh, Francie, how's it going? <laughs> That's the quizzical fart. 
<laughs> so. <laughs> uh, the quizzical fart is very nice. Yeah, so that's good. Yes. Do you like? Do you like oh. the? Sh- do you like the sharts that I got? I I I'm in, Kenny. I am so in. You have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> you this know is good. me. I love a good shart in the morning. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, it smells oh, like God. victory. Yeah. Yes, it smells like winning. It yeah. smells like something. <laughs> it does. It, it smells like roses and sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> only, uh, only if you're, only if you're Trump. You know his shit is ice cream. Oh, that's oh. terrible. So the the, the the worst thing about Trump is is every time he sharts, he sniffs. <laughs> He sniffs it in. back oh. in, right? Yeah. Oh, he's like that girl on Saturday night. She put her hand under her pits and then smelled it. Yeah. So. Oh, that's um. Oh God, what's her name? Molly Mary Shannon. Mary Gallagher. Mary Catherine Gallagher. Yeah, Mary Catherine. Yeah, there you go. Oh my Molly God, Shannon. I loved her. Mm-hmm. Oh God, that was funny. Good times. Good times. Good times. Good times. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm really nervous, I stick my hands under my arms and smell. Smell. Or, or you can stick your finger in your belly button and pick out lint. Oh, God. Oh, sure. I, I am so happy to be here. I would rather be here than anywhere else in the world. And my um, our youngest son volunteered to watch the State of the Union. Oh, no. <laughs> we'll, you see, sacrificed we'll be listening for the screams. Uh, what? Oh. You sacrificed your youngest son to that? Well... The Bible says, "Yeah, oh, <laughs> <no>. sacrifice, sacrifice." <laughs> 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 well, I only have one son, though. So, Francie, did you enjoy your trip to uh, the uh, secret society on Sunday? Um, yes, I'm still waiting for my decoder ring to arrive uh-huh, so that I can decode the minutes of the meeting. They ran out. They ran out. Oh uh, well, I'll have to. Make something up, I guess. I'll have to see what I have. Uh, maybe an old eight-track tape machine, and I don't know. Make something like MacGyver. Be sure to drink your Ovaltine. Yeah. Absolutely, with plenty of rubbing. <laughs> Rumotine, woo! Oh, oh. Uh, so hey, uh, how about a drinking drinking game tonight, Francie? What? Oh. Am I drinking? Game. Um, drinking drinking, at the, a at drinking the, game? No, I can't do a drinking game because the minute he starts sniffing, I'll go into a <laughs> coma, and then my twenty-one-year-old son will have to call nine one one. Oh no! And that will not be cool. I'll uh, have to go to the hospital, and well, alcohol poisoning. Yeah, I live in the country, so it may take a while. So I may not make it. I think I have audio. So I'm not going to play. I think I have audio what? of how. I think I have audio of how that would go down. So the Trump would sniff. Yeah, and then of course you know uh, moments later you'd have uh, uh, you know the the ambulance you know coming for you <laughs> see i'm trying uh, to set it all up for you you know oh here it comes you. here it comes here's the ambulance oh oh in stereo no less 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, do not do Trump <laughs> drinking games. Uh, I did. It, there was one uh, funny tweet because I, after I, I went on to Twitter and I did my hashtags for the, the tweets for the show, I put hashtag shard of the union. And some other guy was using the hashtag uh, shard of the union. And uh, he said, here's a fun drinking game. Everybody drink when Trump sharts after uh, having a filet of fish. Oh, God. Uh, oh, man. So I got to give this if guy some. Were, if there were McRiblets or something like that, then I'm in. Yeah. Uh, but here, <laughs> let, let me see who this guy was. Because uh, Orange Julius Caesar, uh, real OJ Caesar. Ah, uh, nice. Yeah. He said, I fun- like it. He says, fun game, drink every time at Real Donald Trump, filet fish sharts himself during tonight's State of the, <laughs> State of the Union, hashtag shard of the union. So I, there's oh, very, the shard of the union. There yeah. are very hey, few. Like there are, hold on. Hold, just one second. But there are, there are very okay. few, there are, with the exception of my accounts and Orange Julius Caesar, there are only like six tweets, uh, well, no, from just us. With the hashtag shard of the union. So everybody do your do your civic duty and go to Twitter and just tweet okay. hashtag shard of the union. So <laughs> Oh, I absolutely will and you know, I'll make a contribution. There you go. You'll 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 you'll, you'll toot one you'll toot one out. Yeah. Oh, that felt good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ah. There comes that filet yes, of fish. As I'm sitting on my golden throne. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Tr- Chris, here comes here, here comes that filet of fish from Trump right now, aren't you? No, I am not. <laughs> no. Not 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 no. I'm at my computer and I'm using my box and um like I know how to do a good Bronx cheer. There you go. Yeah, that and then I got a couple of you know things on the box and I'm not really farting. I'm only pretending. Sure. <laughs> yeah. There you go. We appreciate that. Uh, I, hey, I, I aim to please and not offend and only the people who live here. Very good. Hey, so, Francie, how yeah. are the heads? Yes, sir. How are the heads? Ah, the heads are wonderful. I have to, uh, well, they're in their winter garb, their winter hats. I mean, I have to dress them up soon for um, Valentine's Day is coming and then St. Patrick's. And then Easter, uh, you know, and on and on and on. Well, I want you to post a, a picture so I know they're alive. Oh, okay. They're fine. I did not harm the heads. Okay. That's so good. That's I'm good. holding them for ransom. Oh, <laughs> oh my. So, all right. Uh, we we got to run to the yes, break. Sir. When we come back, we're okay. going gonna to do name calling uh, and all that fun okay. stuff. Get your birthdays up. But, Francie, I, thanks I'm for calling in. I'm going to end on this final... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to end in this final word. Penis does as penis do. See, penis. Uh, okay. Yeah. See, now I. It, everybody does that to me when I move away from the Don't damn clip. Don't say penis in this house. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Francie. We love you. We'll talk to Thank you soon. Thank you for having, accepting my call. You got uh, it. Checks in the mail. Oh, Bye-bye. excellent. No problem. Thank you. All right. Uh, and your Don't Dakota ring. You. Bye. Your, your Dakota ring's coming too. Bye bye. So, uh, <laughs> all right. Well, we have the green news report to get to. We're going to hold calls for a little bit because I want to do uh, name calling, of course, uh, with uh, Joe, if he would uh, like to do name calling. Um, okay. 
and if you'd like, after you read every name, I could play a fart sound effect if you want for everybody. I think that would be great. <laughs> yeah, uh, we could do that. I'll get that set up. Um, but yeah, I think uh, um, we should hold calls because I want to tell everybody, if you miss Jade Helm and you miss Pizzagate, I, we got something new for you. It's just as fucking stupid as those things, and it's not going to go away anytime soon. So yeah, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, new new batshit conspiracy theory. And this one covers it all. But uh, yeah, we're gonna go ahead and re- hit the break. Uh, we'll be right back with me, Joe, and Rain right after the Green News Report. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. If you've got a chair, sit down. Relax. I, I'm not, I got I got some stuff to say here. Broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Radio. It's Tuesday, January 30, 2018. Do you believe in climate change? Debunking President Trump's latest lies and disinformation on climate science. The United States is not just exporting energy. We're exporting freedom. The U.S. is now importing less oil than ever before, thanks to Obama. EPA reversal on Pebble Mine is qualified good news for Alaska. Plus... While the main impetus for this year's forward movement of the clock was the perilous nuclear situation, climate change very much remains a serious and worsening threat. Thanks to Trump, the doomsday clock has now been moved up to two minutes to midnight. Thanks, Trump. All of those stories and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Uh, uh, dear... Is a cooling and there's a heating. Oh, Jesus, God in heaven. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, the President of the United States, went on British TV and made a complete jackass out of himself. And these United States. (laughs) Yes, yes, he did. In a semi-coherent interview on Sunday with Piers Morgan for Britain's ITV, Trump exposed his complete ignorance of climate science and U.S. climate policies. You could see his mind reaching to remember what he's been told by Fox News as he lied about how the term climate change was coined, lied about the melting ice caps, and exposed his ignorance on science, which would be comical if it weren't so dangerous. Do you believe in climate change? Do you think it exists? Uh, I there is a cooling and there's a heating. I mean, look, it used to not be climate change. It used to be global warming, right? right? Uh, the ice caps were going to melt. They were going to be gone by now. But now they're setting records, okay? They're at a record level. Okay, so the ice caps are setting records, but it's for melting. According to NASA, sea ice at both poles hit record lows last year. That's both the Arctic and the Antarctic. And it's been called climate change for more than a century. You mean they didn't just come up with that because global warming was no longer working? No, certainly not. And NASA, just over a week ago, announced that 2017 was the second hottest year ever ever recorded. So no, the non-stop upward temperature trend for the planet that has been going on for decades continues. Well, who listens to him? He's only the president of the United States. And I just want to note for the record that corporate media needs to stop fixating on whether Republican politicians believe in climate change and they need to start asking what they plan to do about it. 
Good point. Meanwhile, some good news for Alaskans. In a surprise reversal late Friday, the Trump Environmental Protection Agency announced that it will restore Obama-era restrictions blocking the controversial proposed Pebble Mine. What? A, a massive copper and gold mine that the Obama EPA had determined would irreparably harm the pristine Bristol Bay watershed, home to the world's largest salmon fishery. However, Think Progress reports that EPA Administrator Scott Pruitt did not outright ban the the proposed mine. Instead, Pruitt's statement says, quote, the decision neither deters nor derails the application process of the Pebble Partners proposed project. So here we're trying to give some credit for something to Scott Pruitt at the EPA. We can't even do that, huh? Unfortunately, no. Alaska, however, may get an exemption from the Trump administration's plan to expand offshore drilling. That's because the state's Republican senators and Republican House representative have asked Interior Secretary Ryan Zinke to remove much of Alaska's waters from the offshore expansion, similar to how Florida's Republican Governor Rick Scott asked for Florida to be excused. Funny how that happens. Meanwhile, the U.S. is importing less oil than ever before. Net imports of crude oil products into the United States has dropped to the lowest level on record since 1973. And according to U.S. Energy Secretary Rick Perry at the World Economic Forum in Davos, we are now the number one oil and gas producing nation on the face of the earth. That's thanks to the surge in domestic shale oil production begun under the Obama administration. The Trump administration is pushing the world now to use more oil and export even more of our climate disaster to the world. Directly contradictory to climate scientists' warnings that we must get to net zero carbon emissions as soon as possible to avoid catastrophic impacts. Well, there is a cooling and there's a heating. (laughs) Which brings us to the doomsday clock, the iconic symbol that represents the likelihood of man-made global catastrophe, which last week the scientists at the Bulletin of Atomic Scientists moved up to two minutes to midnight for the first time since 1953. In doing so, the Bulletin scientists condemned not only only President Trump's aggressive rhetoric on nuclear weapons and North Korea, but climate scientist Sivan Kartha, a member of the bulletin's board, also put the blame squarely on Donald Trump's rollback of U.S. climate policies. And of course, he also formally declared his intention to withdraw from the Paris Climate Agreement. In other words, the U.S. president has done his best to follow through on his stated intention of derailing U.S. climate action. Promises made, promises kept. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, or iTunes. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyne. And this has been your Green News Report. After midnight, we're going to let it all hang down. After midnight, we're going to chuggle up and shout. This is Indy Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, <laughs> you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com He even talks honky! 
Mr. Speaker, Mr. Vice President, members of Congress, the uh, the Big Macs are great. The quarter pounder with cheese. I mean, I think the food's good, and I eat it very carefully. You know, I do as good as as, as well as I can, but. Um, I think all of those places, Burger King, McDonald's, I can, I can live with them. I had the other night, I had Kentucky Fried Chicken. Not the worst thing in the world. Thank you, God bless you, and God bless the United States. There you go. I'm going to play the shit out of that tonight, literally and figuratively. Uh, play the shard out of it. Uh, anyway, welcome back to the program. Of course, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington D.C. Hi. <laughs> Are you traumatized by the shard of the union? No, I'm not traumatized okay. by that. I um, I'm not traumatized. Um, no, that's good. Something came across CNN. Okay. Melania Trump showed up at the White House with her guests, and she didn't have Trump with her. Oh. Well, isn't that interesting? Yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah, it's very uh, there, interesting. there are reports that she was blindsided by the whole uh, uh, Stormy Daniels thing. So, From CNN, in a break with longstanding tradition, Melania Trump opted to ride with the guests that she invited to share her First Lady's box. Everybody, don't make a joke. <laughs> <laughs> During uh, President Trump's State of the uh, Union address in the motorcade ride from the White House South Lawn to the Capitol building in just a handful of minutes, <laughs> the first couple were not seen together, period. Well, uh, a, a, many, many, a people say, small <laughs> many people say Trump is a cuck, so maybe he wants to share her box. <laughs> Sorry. That's uh, no, fine. Consensual. I just find it's interesting after the yeah. whole Stormy Daniels thing. Oh, yeah. It's uh, it, it it's it's bigly bad for for fat Donnie right now. It's not good. So, uh, but uh, Joe, you ready to do some uh, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania? You ready to do some name calling, sir? Uh, uh yes, Scranton's ready. All right. Go up to Scranton with me. Big place. Where dreams come true. There is no such thing as an appropriate joke. That's why it's a joke. I say it ain't so joke. I'm gonna have to be taking your car today. To have some top secret clown business that supersedes any plans that you might have for this here vehicle. Here we go. <laughs> Buckle up, we're gonna be a bumpy one. <laughs> we could jam and joke the ride. Matter, kid, don't you like clowns? Oh, sorry about that. Here's the. Uh, All okay. right, let's get straight to the business. Susan just shared breaking news that Stormy Daniels uh, has issued a denial of the affair with uh, Donald Trump. Sure. And we'll and we'll what? be in the first. And we'll be in the first lady's box tonight. Yeah, <laughs> an hour ago. An hour ago is when this was. <laughs> oh issued. yeah. Stormy so. is supposed to be on Jimmy Kimmel tonight. Well, that's they're probably taping it. No, Jimmy Kimmel is live. Oh, is he? Yes. Ah, oh, shit. Oh, shart. Oh, shart. Yeah. So, well, yeah. Well, we'll save that oh, because wow. we've got, you know, in Joe, for name calling tonight, I, I loaded uh -huh. up 
all 20 farts from the Blazing Saddles folder that I have. Uh, oh, so good. Everybody good. should have their own distinct farts uh, during name calling well, tonight. Well, let's give out awards. There we go. First, okay. Uh, best film shark, Adam Hebert. Ooh, had a bit of an echo on it. Okay. Uh, okay, and the winner is for the best shark series, Barbara DC. Oh, my. Oh, I cannot <laughs> confirm or deny. <laughs> the, the best cinematic shark, Brokehammer. Oh, wow. Short and sweet. <laughs> okay. Best, Continue. best, best, best shark in a costume. <laughs> Caitlin Chris. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. Oh, wow. These are best randomly cinema. assigned. These are randomly assigned, everyone. Just so you know. Yeah, random, random. It's all random. And now the, the winner is. Uh, best uh, best actor in a uh, short series, Psych IDC. <laughs> Hello, uh, best comedy short, Francie Fifty Seven. <laughs> best sound short, Jay Colley. Oh, see, that's the one I always use. That's fart number seven. That's golf. Oh, number seven. Fart okay, number seven. I love yeah. that. Okay. Best foreign shark. Cheen <laughs> <Gene> girl. <laughs> <laughs> See, they had the original language and the translation there. <laughs> That's right. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. That's way too loud. Oh, wow. No, that actually works. Okay. <laughs> best, ani- best animated shark. <laughs> Cat. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just say that was best short animation for the Oscars? <laughs> okay. Sure. <laughs> best docu shark. <laughs> Ken Sr. Hi, Dad. Sorry, Dad. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, like a wet one. Right? A little bit. Okay. Yeah. Best shard after makeup <laughs> living on Long Island. <laughs> Best sound shark, Michelle in South Florida. (laughs) Okay, too fun. Uh, Best black and white shark, Nova Moonlight. (laughs) (laughs) Right, that's early early sound. Best produced shark, Peter SF. That was very well produced. Thank you. Oh, it was. That was. Uh, best directed shark, President. <laughs> very, very concise, very Simple. accurate. It was very, very, it was very yeah. minimalist. Clean, clean cuts. I appreciate that. Clean cuts. Yes. Yeah, so. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna, we're just, okay I just to say rain, rain, because we're not going to sign you a shark. And we're going to go into. Uh, uh, best supporting shard. Oh God! <laughs> Sandy and Darwood. 
I felt supported after that. It like actually it it kind of lifted me in the air on a cushion of uh Sandy is very supportive. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Well, best comedy shard, Tim Coromal. <laughs> See, there was the there, there there was the joke and the punchline at the end there. Yeah. So <laughs> Okay. Best best set design chart, Trisec. <laughs> oh, oh, oh okay. Trisec is minimalist. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. Yeah. Uh, best foreign animation chart, Trojan Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> I know it was foreign animation, but I'm thinking foreign accent. It should be Boston. Okay. Is my font. My font is awesome. Uh, all right. And, and best supporting actor in a short series, Zelda McGregor. Uh, oh, <laughs> a little sputtering at the end there. I think that's the Z's. And, yeah. and, and that's it. There you go. That was music. a... Exactly 20 farts for everybody. Okay, and I got to music to shut the people up from giving long speeches. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah of course. Yeah. yeah. The the cutoff music. I'd like, I like to thank uh, my producer, my director, uh, my... Uh, my, my flatulence pre- advisor. Flatulence advisor. Uh <laughs> I'm just doing them all now. Okay. There we go. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like ham and cabbage dinner right there. A cacophony of air biscuits, my friends. A cacophony oh, wow. of air biscuits. Uh, so anyway, thanks. I'm glad everybody liked that. Uh, so there you go. Everybody got their own personal fart. Better than your own personal Jesus, unless you're Depeche Mode. That's right. All right. So, uh, speaking of farts, Alex Jones, everyone. I'm here to beg God to give me the strength and the words to unlock the spirit of humanity with a huge awakening to bring these people down forever and to bind them for hell. By the power of Grayskull. Alright, so it's standard Alex Jones, but it also falls under the subheading of Yeah, so I had a fart in there too. Oh, uh, the lizard guy <laughs> Lizard guys hate getting the ball farts. It's <laughs> the worst. Alex Jones ball farts. Um, so yeah, uh, here we go. And and I, I teased this earlier. Is of course everybody remembers Jane Helm, and uh, you know this isn't the first. There's like, you know, the Hangar 
teen stuff, you know, all that innocuous stuff like the JFK assassination and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And Bigfoot mm-hmm. and Area 51 and, mm-hmm. you, know, um, you know, Roswell, Bigfoot. I think I said Bigfoot already. You know, the, the skunk mm-hmm. ape. <laughs> 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 the skunk ape is the underreported. Clowns, the, clowns. The, clowns, the clowns. The clowns that people want to murder because they're just dressed as clowns. When my kids don't feel safe, well, don't tell, tell them not to go near clowns. Um. So now uh, we had we had Jade Helm. Jade Helm was, I believe, it was two years ago, right? Yeah. And yes. in Obama's last year in office, Jade Helm. Mm. Oh, big big operation going down. Everybody, they're all crapping their pants over. There. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so now now I've done it. I have twenty fart clips at my disposal, and I'm not going to stop. I'm going to try. So you know, so we had Jade Helm. And that died at that that sputtered out like a, a wet shark. <laughs> and yeah, I have a question. I have, yeah, yeah. I have a serious question. Sure, when sure. you talk about wet shark, do you are you talking about like loose entrails? Uh no. No, just just small uh, brown liquid piles. Yeah, piles. We're talking piles and discharge in general. But no, your bowels okay. stay your bowels stay intact. That's a pink sock when you shit your bowels out. Um, okay. So <laughs> don't uh, Google pink sock. Too yeah, too much. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> so, Evidently not too much because I didn't know about pink sock. But yeah, don't Google on, it. My do not do a Google image search for pink sock. You'll regret it. Uh. <laughs> With it, or if you do, make sure the family filter is on, uh, <laughs> and then you'll just find oh some gosh. footwear. So I hate uh, Trump so much that yeah. I have to look into these things. Don't do it. Uh, Don't do it. So uh, we had Jade Helm that you know uh, sputtered out, as it were. Uh, then we had last year we had PizzaGate, which ended uh, with almost somebody getting killed. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. we almost had a terrorist attack based on a conspiracy theory. You know, and people are like, somebody should have got to look into this. Something's going on. Something's going on. Got to look into this. Podestas. They, they have weird artwork hanging on their walls. I hate yeah. art. I hate art if it makes me think. That's, ba- that's basically what it is. A bunch of people who disagree with the uh, with people's choices of art have said, well, I guess that means they're pedophiles and they got people and children in the basement. Uh, no. So, so now we have the mother of all conspiracy theories. All right. And it's called Q anon from what I was able to read because it was insufferable to, to seriously watch any of this stuff. Yeah. Oh, and you guys remember that, that washed up hack Lionel who used to be on air America. And now he works on RT. Oh my, he's on RT. Uh, yeah, he's on RT. He doesn't have his own show, but he, they bring him on every once in a while. to go, I'm gonna talk through my nose and look. I'm not a shell for the Russian government. I'm Lionel. You know, that's I a that's a pretty Lionel. accurate. That's Lionel a pretty in accurate the morning. Impression. Yeah. from WABC in the late seventies. Yeah, we, yeah, we talked about that before. It's it, he's, he, but he's batshit insane. Uh, I didn't now. know that he was still around. I'll, oh I'll my have, god! I'll have some QAnon stuff, and and so so everybody knows it's 
the the Q stands for Q as in the highest level of clearance in the government. All right. And Anon stands for they're anonymous. And they're telling you very important, crazy things on 8chan. Um, 4chan, 8chan, whatever. I don't know the difference. All I know is that if you think comment sections are bad on the internet, I, I really think that, that 4chan, I mean, it's like, you know, it's you will like, never find the more wretched hive of scum well, and villain. I think you could, but then you would be in the dark web looking for a hitman when you're a pastor looking to kill a family member, um, which just happened recently. Um, and, uh, but yeah, so, so 4chan, 8chan, whatever there, there's this person out there. And of course, you know, all those anonymous sources that we're not allowed to talk about. Oh, fake news, fake news, anonymous sources. This is literally called Q anon and all these right wingers and these Trump cultists are out there saying, it's real. Listen to what he's saying. Oh my God. It all makes sense. Now, basically what Q anon has done is said, you know what? Trump's really not under investigation. It's Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama. And this is all just a big shield to save Trump because this is, and even if you look at Donald Trump's tweets and you pick out certain words and letters, you can make other sentences to spell what's really going on. Oh, God. Yeah, they really think that Trump is smart enough to go online and put secret codes about what's going on. Whereas it's, it's, I mean, it's so crazy. And so basically what they've done is they've lumped together every batshit conspiracy theory you've ever heard about Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama and lumped it into this thing called the coming storm, the calm before the storm or the storm, the storm that is coming a revolution. Like you've never seen in this country before. And it's what are you talking about? You you own you know you fucking crazy conservatives. You're in all three three branches of government. You know you you are you know are all three you know the House, the Senate, and the uh, um, the White House. You got that. But now there's still a revolution. What's it going to be? You're going to start just killing opponents of Trump. Is that what it is? But yeah. So so all of this it connects Pizzagate, Uranium One. Like Vince Foster, Obama's dead He's gay dead. lover, He's dead. um, um, and just all this stuff. I mean, every Seth Rich. It's basically they've yeah. they've they've strung together a bunch of really ridiculous things and put their top men on it on order of the White House, according to Alex Jones. Oh, in that top top man. Jerome Corsi. <laughs> Listen to this. Listen to this caller called into Alex Jones saying, "For it started off saying, you know, all these people they ruined the NFL and they ruined the Grammys because I used to like to watch them because they were fun, but now they've exposed themselves because QAnon said they did." You know, the main thing, the main thing with these idiot elites and the reason they're losing is because they ruin everything. You know, like, it used to be fun to watch the NFL. It used to be fun to watch the Grammys. You know, a little bit, on a little bit of a level. But now, you know what I do? I spend time with my kids on Sundays. I don't get drunk anymore. Fantastic. <laughs> so, you know, That's nice. they did, they did oh. uh, play their hand a little too soon because they, by pissing everybody off, they woke them up. Also, real quick, I was 
uh, listening to Dr. Corsi last night and about Jerome uh, stuff on 8chan and how uh, releasing, I mean, is that kind of like the, the uh, ace in the hole? You know, to get you know I've been told to by five different Pentagon sources. No, you haven't. That, that, that whole 8chan oh, thing is real and that they're basically forecasting what they'd like to see happen and giving you information. But so that's definitely real. And that's why Corsi's been, I'll let you know because the enemy knows. The White House directly asked Corsi to be on the HN beat a month ago. So, I mean, that's directly from the White House. Dr. Corsi is so smart. And then one other thing. Uh, but I mean, what does that say about, about QAnon? <laughs> Whether it's, I mean, we're being told by the White House, please cover this. So what does that say? Yeah. We're being told by the White House oh. to cover this. So what does that tell you? That tells me you're a fucking propaganda outfit for the fucking White House. That you want to distract <laughs> from things that are really happening with this totally batshit crazy QAnon. You know, oh, again, we're all fake news because we rely on anonymous sources that always end up being true. You know, and by the way, the whole Stormy Daniels admitting she didn't have uh, sex with Trump. I was just thinking of this. She got paid to say that she got paid right. to say that. So, right. yeah, you know, uh, but no, but the QAnon thing, it, it basically, you know, it's just, oh, oh, you know, it's real. You know, it's real because Alex Jones and they told us to because it's real, you know, just like Jade Helm. That shit totally came true, too. Am I the only one who wants, like, a really legitimate reporter from either... I'm going to go with the Washington Post to be like, Hi, Sarah. So, we heard... We heard Alex Jones say that he's been talking to the White House about the... Um, QAnon. QAnon, thank you. Do you have any reports on that? I want that to happen. I want, I want it to, that to happen well. so bad. But that might lend legitimacy to it, and then other people might start talking about it. But yeah, so Peter in San Francisco says, what is QAnon? Exactly, Peter, exactly. It's nothing. You, you, so what you know about it, QAnon right now, Peter, is exactly what everybody needs to know. Nothing, because it's nothing. <laughs> it's so and fucking Peter, dumb. I looked into it, and I can't figure it out. It, it, I'm pretty good at trying to figure yeah. out like these kind of, I can't figure it out. Yeah, that's the thing. You have to be... It's like somebody you, took a shart and said, let's call it QAnon. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. Basically what it is, is it's, it's almost like... It's like somebody took a bunch of, like, 50-piece jigsaw puzzles, like, like 20 50-piece jigsaw puzzles, and put them all in in a big Ziploc bag and handed them to a Trump cultist and said, you can figure it out. And, and they put them all together wrong. And they're like, I got it. <laughs> I, I didn't you know, even I, I know mean, that there was an eight chan. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. I mean, it, seriously, four chan, eight. Uh, yeah. Uh, even, I know there's a four. Even Reddit to it. even Reddit to me is gross. I don't like Reddit. You know, uh, there's just so much grossness and hate filled nastiness on those things. But yeah, the the whole thing about QAnon again, 
a fake person on the internet says, I have the highest level of security in the government, and Alex Jones is like, oh my God, you listen to this. He's in the IC community, and he's admitted. He's got he's to protect his identity because they'll kill him. The Illuminati will kill him. And that's going to make me cough. <laughs> I can't do that voice as much as I used to. Um, so, so, yeah, so, so they're basically saying that every conspiracy theory that has come before about Hillary Clinton, Democrats, President Obama, anything that happened before, it's all true and it's about to blow wide open. Wide These open! People are so dumb. They are. They are, and and they and they, they again. There's, they there's literally fucking posts where they take, they circle in red different words and letters from Trump's tweets, and it's like you know, uh, storm coming soon to kill Democrats or so. You know, I mean, just it doesn't mean anything. You know, it's like you could do that. You could literally go, you know, it's like circling letters in the Bible and saying, oh, well, look, it spells shit. You know, <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, uh, you well, can do you know, with anything. You know what? If you're going to circle letters in the Bible, you can also circle like clam vagina. <laughs> yeah, you could, you know, look, look, it says clam vagina right there in the Bible. You know, I mean, it's not all together in the same verse or anything, but I circled all the letters of clam vagina and it's there. Clam vagina. Oh, I can't stand these people. Yeah. So, so this is basically, I'll have more on this uh, because, uh, you know, I, I, I want to talk about this just so. I don't know why I want to talk about it. <laughs> it's just, it's, I, I just—I was going to ask that. <laughs> I just—I love making fun of these people, is what it is. But anyway, yeah. So yeah, uh, they're ridiculous. Yeah. I watch the X Files. That satisfies my my uh, <laughs> my nut mania. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, let's go ahead. And, I don't uh, know what. Here's the thing. I'm sorry. I'm yelling. I don't know what. But here's, oh, I've been yelling. Honestly, and I'm, I, 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 I don't understand what the end game of people like QAnon and Alex Jones. What is their end game? What are they trying to prove? I never. I, I think this you, is very I think, frustrating to me. I think. I think it's all Cam's razor. Okay, there is no end game here. There is a segment of society out there, a large segment of society, who loves conspiracy theories and mysteries and X-Files and things like that. Mm-hmm. And he just feeds them. Yeah. And, and he's making a fortune. Trump is the conspiracy theorist president. He loves right. this stuff, too. His base loves this right. stuff. Alex Jones right. has been at this game for 20-some years, at least. Sure. Um, sure. You know, I used to... Uh, Believe it or not, there was a time when Alex Jones used to be a guest on Art Bell Coast to Coast where I didn't mind hearing from him until he started talking about like his version of Christianity, which is insane. Um, and then I was like, no, 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 fuck off. But anyway, uh, we got to we, we gotta run to the break. But yes, more QAnon and down, coming down the pike for everybody because it's, it's stupid. But, uh, yeah, we're going to hit the break. We'll be right back with the final hour. we got a little bit more audio, and we'll uh, take some more calls if anybody wants to give us a ring-a-ding. 
We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com. Light out everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. (laughs) And now, on with the show. Stop spreading lie and false Um, news. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare, Prepare to, to make, make computer, computer to computer, computer contact. That is an easy idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Hey, and welcome back to the Shard of the Union edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And, uh... Shard. Yes, it is a shard indeed. And, of course, welcome back to Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Hello. I am mostly flatulent free tonight. That's good. I am too. I really haven't outside of the, uh, I, although I've been laughing so hard, I'm surprised one had didn't, uh, toot out. So, uh, <laughs> and, uh, share that. There you go. And, uh, you thought you'd shart that or sh- oh, I'm sorry. Shart. Yeah. Let's just share that. Shared. Yeah. Well, oh my God. If you take words out of what you said, you said share and that you could actually circle <laughs> those letters and spell shart. <laughs> So I think you did. I know. Um, you know why? You know how you figured that out, Ken? Because you are part of the QAnon. Yeah, I am. Uh, I I am QAnon himself. I am he. So I have you'd the highest that. levels of clearance. Q level clearance. Clearance. This is our Q level clearance. Clearance? <laughs> uh, did you say clearance? Clearance. Uh, clearance. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, so, and of course, Joe Santorso, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city. Welcome back, sir. We love. Uh, you want to hear something? You want to see something really scary? What's that? Do you know who? The, do you know who the designated survivor is tonight? Uh. <laughs> n- uh oh, oh shit! The designate. Oh, let me think about it. Hmm. Uh, Ooh, you watch ooh, too much TV, ooh, man. Ooh, is it? It's, no, there's uh, a, there's an actual designated. No, yeah, survivor. yeah, no, no. I, I'm thinking, is it Sessions? No. No, no. It's got to be a House member. Oh, I'm sorry, House member, House member. Um, no, it has to be Cabinet member, cabinet. Ca- a Cabinet member. Oh, okay. Right. I'm gonna go with the guy who falls asleep all the time. <laughs> well, no. Oh, is it Wilbur Ross? <laughs> no, is it? Oh. It's not. I'm going with Wilbur Ross. It, oh no, no. Well, it's not it's Pence because Pence is sitting behind him. Come on, give us some hope. Right. Don't tell us it's worse. Is it oh, it's Tillerson? No, he's in the he's in the chamber. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I get all that shit fucked up. Um, oh, 
It's Betsy DeVos, isn't it? No, nah, she's in the chamber. Well, she needs. Is it Huckabee chamber. Sanders? Okay, I don't want to go that far. <laughs> oh, I, I actually saw Huckabee Sanders, uh, Hope Hicks, and. You're watching. Uh, Dude, yes. You, yes, you're I'm, watching. Brokehammer yes. says it's Chuck seen. Norris. Uh, Chuck Norris. <laughs> <laughs> no. Is it Alex Jones? He's the official pro- propaganda wing. Uh, no. Who is it? Just no. tell us. No. Scott, it's Scott Purdue. Oh, God. Scott Pruitt? Sonny Purdue. Sonny, Sonny Purdue. Oh, Sonny Purdue. He's in the cabinet? Sonny. It's the agriculture secretary. Oh, yeah, that dude. Okay. Live, live and guest uh, Ben Carson. Uh, but <laughs> that would be nice. Uh, okay, so here we go. We have, we have a couple big stories to talk about right now, and I want either one of you to take your pick. Rain, uh, maybe you should talk about, um, and you get a dossier, and you get a dossier. <laughs> would you like Just to talk about? Would you like to talk about that one, Rain, or would you like to talk um, about our our visitor? Because we have a visitor to the United States. Oh, the Russian spy or the dot? Oh my the god, the Russian spy. Uh, so I want one. I, I, uh, while I do mad, while I jot down Mad Libs, I want one of you to talk about the Russian spy and one of you to talk about the uh, second dossier. Okay, I got to pull up the second dossier story. But yeah, so uh, you know, Joe, did you from heard the Guardian. about it? Yeah. the Guardian? Mm-hmm. Damn it! God damn it! Um. <laughs> This is, and, this is bad planning. Well, no, I'm sorry. I should have said something no. beforehand. No, no, um, no. It's a, don't be okay. Don't be sorry. Don't be sorry. <clears throat> All not. right. So yes, here it is. It's coming up. It's coming up. And My it's about a second. The so fast. And the, from but, the Guardian this afternoon. Yeah. From the Guardian this afternoon, a second Trump Russia dossier is being assessed by the FBI, and it's an exclusive memo written by a former journalist, independently set out. To just double check some of the allegations made by the ex spy um, Christopher Steele, and it was it was submitted in 2016, wasn't it? It was yes. finished in 2016. Yes. yes. Um, so, reading reading the report, which I think I posted on my page, and I know I posted it to the chat. Um, this woman, you know, she wrote it. She was, and here here's the thing. Here's where the right wing is going to be like, nope, we have to. We have to, you know, tell tell you that this is not good because she was close to the Clinton White House in the 1990s. <laughs> but this reporter doesn't have a background in espionage. Um, but the Guardian was told that the FBI investigation is still assessing details in the Shearer memo and it's pursuing in- intriguing leads. Uh, nobody is denying this, by the way. The FBI isn't denying this. The White House isn't denying this. I haven't seen anybody else denying this. But the bottom line is that uh, we might get the PP tape, which me- might mean, you know, it might be the number one dossier. See? But this is the... This is the number two dossier. <laughs> uh, yes, you are, you are correct. works for the shard of the union. I heard that the sequel is going to be called uh, Perestroika Piddle Puddles. God. <laughs> so, there you go. I'm, thank you. I'm, 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 uh, I'm here all night. 
Uh, so, it, it's so just, <laughs> I just find it interesting that today of all days, after you know McCabe was fired yesterday, no, he wasn't fired. He left on his own air quote accord. That this is breaking from the Guardian, and the Guardian is one of those newspapers that hasn't been disproved. Yeah, you know, it, it's been really kind of solid reporting. Um, and it's 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 from it's from you know Britain. It's not out there. You know they don't just. I I've had problems with the Times past couple of weeks. Well, and I will say that the the interesting thing about this is that the timing of it and yes. the subject matter of it. There's no way the author of this dossier, um could have uh, uh, you know well uh, there's there's a possibility that maybe he'd talked to christopher Steele and investigated some of the same things but apparently this guy's just rich and has all kinds of global connections who wrote it yeah he the article that i read i didn't i could go back and read it but i don't think he talked to Steele. i don't think it, it's his own thing he, he's a former journalist who decided mm-hmm. to take his money and be like i'm going to do my own investigation and this guy this guy is not, you know, secret intel. If anything, this is what they call um, open intel. Yeah. He based this on everything that was just out there in the open. A lot like what a lot of people have been doing on Twitter. Whether you like them or not, mm-hmm. they're piecing things together. It's they certainly are. Open. It's open security intelligence. And so... Uh, yeah. I, I just, I need, I need Mueller to move it up. Come on. Let's speed it up. up. Speed it up, mofo. Um, and, uh. To me, this is a big story. It, it really is. I, I, it was shocking when you, when you sent that. It's like, because. Yeah. The FBI is investigating this too. So this blows yes, up the whole, this again, uh, in addition to. Um. Uh, what's that idiot's name? Uh, who was? Uh, oh, uh, why? Can, Papadopoulos. The Papadopoulos story blows up the the lie that everything is based on the Steele dossier, and yes, now the second exactly and now the second the dossier blows up. <laughs> the that it's uh, exactly the same thing. If anything, what to me? If anything, it's like okay, the FBI got the Steele dossier. They got this dossier. They, they're just using it as confirmation of everything they already had. Because yeah. I do believe that the FBI had an awful lot of stuff even before Mueller was appointed. They knew, they knew that there was a reason why they were looking into Carter Page. Mm. Which is why everybody's having a hissy fit right now. They've been looking at him since 2013. Yes. No, I think even before that. I think they've been looking at Carter Page since the teen, since before the teens. But, um, you know, the idea that, oh, the Republicans really want America to believe that the FBI have been solely focused on the Steele dossier without understanding that they were probably way, way ahead of this story before Christopher Steele dropped his dossier in their laps. Yeah. 
I don't like how this particular administration is undermining the FBI. I'm, I'm disgusted by it. I, I, and I, I've said it here on the show before. I have known, like, really high-level FBI agents. They are top-notch. They were friends of mine, and they knew when to say, I can't talk anymore. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and they were not afraid to say, that's it. This conversation has to end here. We're done. We're done talking. I mean, we had a good, we had good times after that, but it was like when it got to a certain point, they had, uh, they just knew their job. The fact that the Republican party right now is trying to undermine the entire FBI and the entire L- intelligence community is disgusting. Yeah, I'm, I'm done. No, that's <laughs> fine. But no, you're 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 totally right. I mean, it it it, it drives me nuts that um again, you know, they everybody wants to praise law enforcement and and you know, genuflect to law enforcement and bow at the altar or whatever uh for everything they do unless it has anything to do with investigating Trump and his clown, you know, clown car joe (laughs) yes um you know so i mean it's 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 just insane yes well yeah i mean honestly when you talk about the fact that jeff sessions is sitting there and saying we have to you know we have to protect our law enforcement and we're going to give more protections to our law enforcement police departments ice yeah and and that part of our you know local and state law enforcement departments and federal only ice but sessions is not even protecting his own fbi that's that's, a problem to me yeah i agree uh so all right uh next up uh joe did you happen to um look up our our special visitor who uh sneaked into the united states you mean the spy chief yeah do tell. And I didn't say I didn't say Sky Chief. I said Spy Chief. Yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of okay. Sky Chiefs, the Russians just uh, buzzed one of our uh, planes today. F- five feet away, a jet flew five feet away from one of our naval uh, spy planes today. What? In case anybody missed that. Uh, oh, I missed that. Oh yeah. Well, they're they're pissed because the uh, Trump administration has a, a list and. They're warning you. We'll have sanctions if you don't don't uh, you know follow the rules. But we won't put sanctions on because you know the sanctions, the threat is is enough. But yeah, yeah. God damn it. Any, anyway, yes. Uh, the Russian news agency TASS reported that Russian spy chief Sergey Nereshkin was under. <laughs> It's called Boris. <laughs> Everybody's Sergey, Sergey yeah. Labarov, Sergey Kislyak, Sergey. They have one name in Russia, Sergey, and then they put a last name on it. Yeah, with a cough, with a cough. Skubalov, a cough. Sergey, my little cough. Sergey, yes, my uncle, Sergey Santorsakov. So anyway, Scooby Dooby Doo a cough. Yeah, Rut Roll a cough. Me, Kachapachakov. Yeah, rut roll, a cough. <laughs> that's that's the Russian. Never mind. 
Scooby Doo, Rush Row, ro- 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 anyway, Rush Row, uh, <laughs> Rush, yeah, Rush yo. Okay, Sergey Nereshkin, who is under U.S. sanctions, entered the United States with Trump's approval. Mm-hmm. No U.S. official has mentioned this visit, and it appears the TASS released this info to retaliate against Trump in his sanction list. That is by uh, was reported by uh, Mr. Kenny Pick, who was reporting Brian Krasenstein. Yep. Uh, yes. Right. Uh, following him on Twitter. Following him on Twitter. Follow that guy on Twitter. It's mm-hmm. at K-R-A-S-S-E-N-S-T-E-I-N. And... By the way, the uh, sanction list I just mentioned, it was just reported tonight that that sanction list that the Trump administration developed was uh-huh. plagiarized from Forbes magazine. I know. What? <laughs> yeah. They plagiarized it. They went into the list at Forbes magazine list of oligarchs in Russia, <laughs> and they used that. <laughs> So you're telling you're telling I, us, Joe, that they didn't yes. do their own research. Oh, why? Forbes did it already. What are you going to? They gonna, cribbed they, it. Yes, they cribbed it. Exactly, right from Forbes. They went into Forbes' list of the top 100 oligarchs in the world, and we'll use that list. What the fuck? Yeah, right. And they admitted it. Yeah, because <laughs> why waste government money developing a list? When Forbes did it. When you can just open up a Forbes magazine, put it on the wall, and throw some darts at it. And then spank yourself with it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Spank you till you shart. There you go. So there you go. Uh, So so I I said to Kenny this afternoon, how is this not the biggest story of the day? Yeah. Well, Trump, that this guy was sanctioned by the United States, and Trump signed off on his entry into the United States, a spy well, master. Well, the, I, there's a good answer for that, Joe. I think uh, he was uh, Trump's guest at the State of the Union tonight. So. <laughs> yeah, probably. Oh, probably, by the way, probably wrote the, the fucking of, speech. I'm watching the State of the Union, and and uh, and uh, Rand Paul's neighbor is beating the shit out of him. <laughs> right, gallery. I don't know what that's all about, but he's laying on the floor. Well, Rand Paul left a bunch of grass. <laughs> or should I say weed? Oh, Grand Paul had some grass in stains on his, on his suit. So, Grand so, Paul anyway. also had some grass stains on his best suit as well. So, so how is that not a great story? A big story. How it's, is that not on the front page of the New York Times? I'm I'm sure hoping that once we get no substance out of the State of the Union, that uh, you know by at least Thursday, um, that'll be talked about. Because Chris Cuomo, all and I, I'll have audio for Friday, hopefully, of Chris Cuomo talking to Kellyanne Conway about that Russian fighter jet buzzing oh, um, the. Uh, it was over the Black Sea. Um, uh, this uh, Navy spy plane was over the Black Sea. A Russian. Fu- There's video of it. There's video from the, our our plane, and it shows a fucking Russian fighter jet buzzing five feet away. And Trump said nothing. Yep. Nothing. Yep. Yeah, to answer your question, Joe, and and mm-hmm. to kind of sort of sideways respond to you, the fact that we have a 
a president mm-hmm. who has not denied paying off a porn star. Mm-hmm. That hasn't even made that that doesn't dominate the news. That does not uh, dominate the news. But I understand I, it's dominating the Trump household. I I just all <laughs> of it. It's just every damn day. It's just another bunch of stuff being thrown into the dumpster. I, I'm just going to go back to it. I said it earlier. This is not normal. Don't mm-hmm. make it normal. Mm-hmm. Don't accept this. Mm-hmm. Understand that it can't. It you know not. This is this is oh my god, this is not normal. This is dysfunctional and it's anti-American. It yeah, please remember that that Mike Pence is made out of Tinker Toys. Yeah, <laughs> I thought he was made out of Play-Doh. Uh, <laughs> White uh, Play-Doh. Uh, well, yeah, he does have the Play-Doh Original haircut. Play-Doh. Is the the Playmobil uh, haircut as well? The snap-on look, that that Lego hair. Yeah. Um, the Lego hair, yeah, yeah, Lego hair. But you know the, the don't you know? Uh, I in rain. You mentioned throwing things in dumpsters. I have a feeling that Melania probably threw a lot of things in the dumpster over the last couple of weeks. You know? ah! Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's a story. That is a story. Oh man. So yeah, and I'm sure uh, uh, Fat Donnie's nervous shorts. Shorts. Oh, I'm sorry, the wrong one. <laughs> I'm sure, sure his nervous shorts have not gotten any better. But man, this is crazy. This is crazy. I mean, so much. Uh, this is why I don't have a lot of audio for the show tonight because there's a million fucking stories, and you know we we've it, barely it really touched, is. Uh, you know, uh, I mean, it's it's bonkers. You know, uh, you know, we haven't even touched on. Any, I mean, uh, uh, I, I think. Um, who said they were watching? Uh, somebody said they were watching. They were like, "Oh no, no policy yet." You know, nothing about policy. Um, but uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah. In here, here, here's one for you. Here's one for you uh, from Chuck Schumer. Short clip. Uh, this is him uh, talking about the the fighter the plane. Uh, you know, in in a roundabout way, but this is, he's he's talking about this. We're being threatened by Russia right now. Instead of spending all of his time attempting to undermine the credibility of the FBI and waging an all-out assault on American institutions, the president should train his fire on the foreign adversary, Russia, that attacked us. When it comes to Russia, President Trump has fallen down on the job time and time and time again. He owes the American people some answers. Yeah. We haven't even talked and about that the, is the, the memo. Yeah, it is. We haven't even talked about the memo. Uh, the memo that's being released and then the counter memo from uh, the Democrats that was said, nope, you can't release it. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's really, that really is. I'm glad you brought that up because that is the thing. We're ta- and, and how can you not talk about all of it? There's so much happening all at once. But the bottom line is that everything comes down to Russia. This this administration mm-hmm. and this guy who's sitting there pretending to be president is not acting like an innocent person. No. You know what I think we should do? I think we should start our own group called PNON because P comes <laughs> before Q. Or maybe R&On because R comes after Q. Uh, Russia. 
Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, you know, they can have QAnon, we'll have PNON and RNON, and uh, we'll just keep talking about real things that are happening right now. Like, oh, well, they even talked about having sanctions because the, the, the uh, Democrats and Republicans agreed, yes, we need to have sanctions on Russia. Got to the White House, DOA, motherfuckers, dead on arrival. 457 to whatever. Four hundred and fifty fifty-seven members of Congress voted for sanctions. The fact that nobody on the Republican side, in particular, because they're the party in charge, aren't calling out the fact that the administration is now breaking the law mm-hmm. is amazing to me. Uncanny, uncanny. And do you, and do you want to get you want to get even madder? Sure, why that, Why not? <laughs> you want we have, to really we have Mad Libs up? for a cool down, so we're good. Go ahead. United States Representative, yeah, this is a congressman, Paul Gosser from okay. uh, Arizona. Oh, that uh, Found out that the Democrats um, invited Dreamers into the gallery tonight. Mm-hmm. He contacted the Capitol Police and the Attorney General and said considering checking their ID and arresting them. Oh, my God. I hate these people. I hate Republicans. I'm with Joe. I hate Republicans. I want you you to be as angry as I am right now. Is that about the fucking lowest thing? You know, my mother told me once. She goes, if you ever vote Republican and I'm dead... I will reach out from the grave and break your fucking fingers. <laughs> Just your fingers, not your neck. She won't. <laughs> if she um, could get her hands yeah. around my neck, she would. There you go. She hate. I wow. gotta tell you, my mother hated Republicans. I, she hated I, Republicans like people hate the plague. I never met your mom, but I you have painted such a beautiful portrait of her on so many occasions. Would, not just about politics, but about the squirrel and the bread, and you know, uh, you know all that. Uh, uh, you know, I feel like I know your mom. So that that is a testament to what a great uh, human being she was, Joe. That truly is. No, I I, I gotta tell you. She hated fucking Republicans, and she has instilled that in me. It's in my fucking DNA. I see a Republican, yeah, and I spit fire because <laughs> uh, they make me so fucking mad. There is never you know, just there the was... fact that they exist makes me mad. I want them not to exist. I can tell I want you... them to go I, away. I can tell you what one time at one point in my life, and I'm we got to make this quick. At one point in my life. Um, one of my best friends growing up, he modeled himself after Alex P. Keaton from Family Ties, right? And, you know, he would ape lines from the show like, Nixon wasn't a crook and stuff like that. I remember I, I made a joke. I, I was just joking around with my parents, and I repeated that, and I said Nixon wasn't a, wasn't a crook. And if you could have seen the fury in my father's eyes. <laughs> there was never a time in my life where my parents said yeah you need to play nice with republicans oh there was never a time but they never told me that they would kill me if if you know i voted republican but my mother would do anything for me she loved me more than anybody in the whole freaking world i she would do anything for me but the i was so angry in college about the vietnam war that I actually I was so that. angry with with uh, Hubert Humphrey that I actually came in in 1968 
with a Nixon button on. Oh. oh, how'd that work out? She told me that either the button goes or I go, but we both couldn't stay there. <laughs> wow. Wow, that's awesome. That's awesome. Now oh, She was oh. going to kick me out. She never, ever, ever threatened to kick me out of my house. Un- except, except for that point. That day. <laughs> that's right. All right. So, uh, we we got to go to break, but Susan wants to say something into the microphone real quick before uh, we go to break. All right, Susan. It's, it's, it's what do you want? Joe, I just want to say I wish I had met your mother. I wish I had <laughs> met your mother, but I was raised by the Republicans that voted and canceled out your mother sorry sorry <laughs> but she rebelled so, and she was a dirty liberal and and they never it was great so so if if my mother was here she would say nobody fucking cancels me out <laughs> yeah, there you go there you go all right she'll, she's say, she's listening she'll say, hear that i know in a we moment. have to go to break okay real quick. my parents were sue's parents uh-oh yeah yeah that's that's wow that i i can't even imagine so I think, and Susan was adopted, so I think it's in her DNA that she's a she's a dirty dirty liberal because her mom is too. So her birth mom. Well, so she's so. got a better excuse than me. Well, well there, there it is. All right, well we're gonna we're gonna run to the break. Thank you very much. That was awesome. Uh, but when we come back, we're gonna we're just gonna get straight into Mad Libs, uh, so we don't run long. Because if you want to avoid the State of the Union, you have every excuse in the world to do so. Because the Tim Coromel Show, I'll be listening and hanging out in our chat room uh, for the uh, you know until about eleven thirty. Uh, but it, the Tim Coromel Show coming up at uh, ten fifteen, right after Turn Up the Night. You don't want to miss it. Uh, but yeah, we'll be right back. We're going to play. Hey, you know what? Sometimes you get to pick your parents. Sometimes your parents pick you. Sometimes you don't at all. And that all comes under easy come, sometimes easy go. Pick your nose. Easy come, easy go by Bobber coming up on this break. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. <laughs> Smooth talking, jive talking, street thug. Kennypick.com.
This is Adam Hebert. On every episode of My Check Radio, me and my co-hosts are not only committed to telling you about the latest political news, but also about the latest nerd news as well. Whether it's the latest scientific discovery, the new season of anime, the ending of a cherished manga, or the latest in comics, television, or movies, my show is guaranteed to bring you something that will make your inner nerd go squee! So be sure to tune in to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert live every Saturday night, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, only on Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Hi, I'm Tim Coromall, host of The Tim Coromall Show. And I'm Joe Santorsa, co-host and head mechanic of the Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Mr. Speaker, Mr. Vice President, members of Congress, the, uh, the Big Macs are great. The quarter pounder with cheese. I mean, I think the food's good, and I eat it very carefully. You know, I do as good as as, as well as I can. But um, I think all of those places, Burger King, McDonald's, I can I can live with them. I had the other night. I had Kentucky Fried Chicken. Not the worst thing in the world. Thank you, God bless you, and God bless the United States. Hi, this is Tim Coromall from The Tim Coromall Show, and you are listening to IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Like Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Washington, D.C., and thank you, Scranton. Welcome back to the final segment of the Shard of the Union edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, the special, the special Joe. So special. Oh, jeez. You know, I can't. I even have the sound off, and they're pissing me off. Here, let me turn the sound up real quick and see what he says. Shard. Oh, oh, he's still on the oh, shard. Oh, shards, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Some sh- 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 uh, <laughs> it wasn't uh, uh, Zelda said uh, I hope his dentures fall out again that's good so and welcome back Rain well I hope his Sudafed falls out <laughs> and at some point somebody said uh, l- let me scroll back in the chat because somebody said Melania didn't stand um, I did Oh, oh, you did. Oh, oh please. Tell, okay. It, it could have been. It could have been other people. But no, yeah. it was you. It was uh, you. Melania I, I, I see did it not stand. <laughs> at what? At what she, point it, was that? 
Okay, God damn it, my No, no, I, I got it, I got it. Anyone catch this? Melania Trump failed to stand when everyone else, uh, 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 with everyone else when Trump stated, in America, we know that uh, faith... Oh. Yes. So, uh, I heard somebody turning yeah, up she, the volume. She, <laughs> and, and, she, she came to the State of the Union wearing, like, white. Like, suffragette white. Oh, Wow. Well, don't worry. Stormy said she, she didn't uh, didn't have sex with him after she was paid not to say she had sex with him. No. Uh, <laughs> Tanya, she's pissed. I don't blame her for being pissed. If she didn't stand during a part where everybody's like America, you fuck yeah, uh-huh. then it, mm-hmm. can you imagine what people would have said about Michelle Obama? Oh hell! Well, you know what? Barack Obama didn't sleep with the porn star yeah but you know go ahead go ahead no go ahead i was i mean i'm just saying you know you know when when everybody said you know michelle obama said she was never proud of america ever 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 no she said she was really proud of her you know uh, you know just the distortions of that but the visual of of michelle sitting down when you know everybody's like hey Amer-, you know don't mess don't around, mess around. Yeah. with god's yes. america Sit. which is why i i i know we got to get on to mad libs but i think that what melania did by sitting down was really important because this story is not getting as much coverage at, as it deserves to get. Well, I'm. I'm. I, I, this isn't trashy tabloid no, stuff. No, no. This is a story about a guy who was about to become the president of the United States, who paid off a porn star because he had an affair with her. Yes. To shut her up. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, mm. Peter in San Francisco says beautiful, clean coal is trending on Twitter because apparently Trump said beautiful, God. clean coal. Yeah, he did. Yeah. No, and you know what's wonderful about this? such fucking thing. Go ahead, Joe. And the, and the New York, <clears throat> excuse me, in the New York Times is fact checking them as the speech goes on. <laughs> How do they and keep about up? The clean co- and the clean coal thing, it says, oh, he says the war on clean coal has ended. <laughs> they says, except... They show the headline from the New York Times from from January twenty eighth. Coal coal uh, coal consumption has declined to its lowest level in forty years in twenty seventeen. Aww. Uh, fucking loser. Uh, you know. So don't let. And they also pointed out that he said we 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 did two million jobs last year, and they said, well, the fact is, Obama did two point one million in his last last year. I mean, oh. it's ridiculous. Oh, uh, you know, um, uh, Tim is is uh, asking Rain to mention something for a parting shot, but I'll mention it right now. Um, uh, Liz Winstead is holding an online telethon for Lady Parts Justice on oh, thir- that's right. I'm on sorry. Thir- on Thursday, February first, featuring Mark Hamill and hosted by Sarah Silverman. Oh and my he, god. He posted the link. It's at evenbright.com forward slash life dash is dash a dash living dash nightmare dash a dash telethon dash two dash fix dash it dash tickets. <laughs> uh, <laughs> go to evenbright.com. Do a search for 
Liz Winstead, Mark Hamill, Telethon, Sarah Silverman, throw that in, uh, Lady Parts Justice, what what have you. That's great. That's so fucking cool. Mark Hamill's involved. That's amazing. Or just go in the chat and look at the link that Tim just posted. Yeah, and I'm share um, it into the yeah. turnips. And Tim, um, also uh, send uh, or uh, yes, yeah, or uh, share it on turnips, and then I'll put it in the uh, the as Tim likes to say in the show notes for tonight's episode. I usually put show, show description because I really don't write notes. I just write like we said this exclamation point. We said this exclamation point. <laughs> also, look at this link. Because uh, I'm so fried by the time we're done, I'm just like I don't know. Um, so yeah, very cool. That's very awesome. Liz Winstead, Mark Hamill, and Sarah Silverman. Wow, oh, it's it by, February by 1st. the way. It's, yeah, that's great. That's amazing. So I love it. I, I hear I I Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill is going to uh, take pledges on how much green milk he can drink. Huh. And and that's Groundhog Day Eve, by the oh. way. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yes, we always give our oh. presents out on Gro- Groundhog Day Eve. We never exchange presents on the day. Mm. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. It is time. It is time, everyone. And thank you, Tim, for letting me know about that. I had no idea about that, so that's great. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, uh, we'll try and mention that again before the end of the show. Um, but yeah, that's that's fantastic. And uh, th- was that mentioned on last Sunday's show as well, the Tim Cormel show? I you know I I don't think so. Okay, well I was gonna say maybe think, it would be it was, maybe no. it would be repeated, but I'll put it in the show notes for sure. Thank you, uh, Tim. That's great. So anyway, uh, here we go. Uh, we gotta we gotta get silly now before we end the show. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad. Get mad, libs. <laughs> oh God bless Matt libs. <sighs> All right. Oh, I'm gonna end on the perfect Mad Lib tonight too. Got three from the the giant tome of best of Mad Libs. Fifty years of Mad Libs. Uh, first one. Let's see. We'll go. Uh, Joe, part of the body. Sternum. 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 <laughs> um. Uh, Rain. A number, please. Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Uh, Joe, another part of the body. Uh, kidney. Kidney. It is. Uh, rain. Part of the body. Plural. Plural, huh? Mm-hmm. Breasts. Breasts. It is Joe. Another they're part. They're lovely. They're lovely, right? Can we agree with that? I I, I love breasts. Um, yeah. yeah, part of the body, Joe. Oh, another part of the body, um, <laughs> toenail. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, they're they're tro- kind of lovely. To uh, no, I'm, I'm just laughing. I'm with the lovely. I, I'm just laughing uh, because uh, <laughs> Trojan Rabbit referred to Trump as Donnie Two Shards. So <laughs> 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 Little Donnie Two Shards. I call him uh, Donnie Farts a lot. Or, uh, I'm sorry, Donnie Sharts a lot. Uh, like Sir Lance a lot. Uh, and, uh, oh, P. 
Peter in San Francisco's birthday's tomorrow. Why didn't anybody tell me? This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my birthday! Happy birthday, Peter. You limey bastard! No, I'm just kidding. I love you. Uh, <laughs> I promise not to do uh, British accents for at least... Uh, oh, shitty British accents for at least a month. In honor of you. Um, but, okay, so uh, where do we leave off? Uh, you said toenails. Uh, yeah, or toenails. Yeah, toenail, toenail. And uh, Rain, I need a noun. A noun. A noun. Sure. Just a person, place, or thing. Coal. A what? Coal. Coal. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay, here we go. Um, article of clothing, Joe. Uh, chastity belt. <laughs> wow, you were quick on the draw for that. <laughs> I, I was waiting. Yeah, but uh, look at that. Lying in wait. Yeah. Rain, yet another <laughs> you body can speculate. Another body part, Rain. Another body part? Just one? Yeah, singular. Forefinger. Okay. And forefinger. I actually filled one in because there was another body part. Um, there's so many body parts in this, and there was something that was said earlier that I wrote in for one. Um, Joe, parts. another part of the body, sir. Wow, you're wearing me out on this. Um, I know, I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, tailbone. Tailbone. All right. And we only have a couple more to go, and these are going to be some deluxe Mad Libs, I'm telling you. Uh... Oh, oh! Last one goes to rain. I need an animal. An animal. Yeah. Animal. An animal. Um. Oh my God! There. Are, you know what? There's a lot of animals. A lot there. of animals in um, the world. I'm gonna so go many. with a. Uh, how about a jackrabbit? Jackrabbit, it is. All right. So here we go. I'm gonna save this one for last. Because it's it's the most Trumpian of all of them. So uh, here we go. <laughs> I love the title of this one. Have I got a giraffe for you? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, giraffes have aroused the curiosity of sycophants since the earliest times. The giraffe is the tallest of all living squids. That's not true. But scientists are unable to explain how it got its long sternum. <laughs> the giraffe's tremendous <laughs> The giraffe's tremendous height can reach up to 27 cookies. <laughs> That's a Co lot of cookies. Uh, uh I'm sorry. Those are thick cookies. Yeah, the giraffe's trem tremendous height, which can reach up to 27 cookies, comes mostly from its legs. And kidney. The giraffe okay. wants. <laughs> if the if the giraffe wants to take a drink of spit 
from the ground, it has to spread its breasts far apart in order to reach down and lap up the water with its huge toenail. I mm. I yeah yeah that, that sounds painful actually. I retract the, every answer I gave in this. See, the giraffe has moist ears that are sensitive to the faintest splooges. And it has uh, bloated senses of smell and sight. When attacked, a giraffe can put up a runny fight by copulating out with its hind legs and using its head like a sledge, like a sledge gold toilet. <laughs> That's not how this works. No, That's not how any of this works. Finally, a giraffe can gallop at more than 30 memos per hour <laughs> when pursued and can outrun the fastest coal. It should be the fastest clean coal. <laughs> yeah. Or no, the fastest, most beautiful clean coal. <laughs> so beautiful, that coal. Beautiful, so be beautiful clean coal. Why wasn't that said earlier for Mad Libs? Um... If there is an empty uh, Mad Lib slot here that I missed, uh, it's uh, I, I will put uh, beautiful clean call in there. But I don't think I missed any. All right, here we go. Uh, this is called How to Date the Coolest Guy Slash Girl in School. It's simple. Turn the marshmallows and make him slash her want dis to, dis <laughs> to disgustingly date you. Make sure you uh, always dress to roll. Okay. Each and every day, wear a chastity belt that <laughs> that you know shows off your forefinger to silent advantage and makes your jello look like a million gravies. Well, that does sound like a what? fun, sexy time. Yeah. Even if the it two of you... really complicated and way more effort than it's worth. Yeah, yeah. Even if the two of you make meaningful clam vagina contact, don't admit it. Oh. See, I, I put that one in. <laughs> no hugs are big fucking deals. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Oh. Yeah, so so there you go. Um, Even if you two make meaningful clam vagina contact, don't admit it. No hugs are big fucking deals. Just shake his or her tailbone firmly. <laughs> and remember, when he, she asks you out, even though a chill, a chill may run down your yellow-bellied sapsucker, and you won't be able to stop your knockwurst from blasting. <laughs> oh, oh, no. No, no, no. Just play it stormy. <laughs> oh, that's so wrong. I'm just kidding. Yeah. My God. Yeah. Oh, we just had yeah. knockwurst the other day. Chicken knockwurst, everyone. Uh-oh. Who knew you could oh, get a knockwurst off a chicken? Your knockwurst is never going to explode unless you get it too hot. In uh, a pressure just, cooker? Just maybe? play it stormy. Just play it stormy. Wait. Take a long Wait. pause b before answering in a very festering voice. I'll have to betray it over. So <laughs> all right. So here's the last one. This was the most Trumpian titled of all of them. 
The stock market. Capitalism made easy. I think there's some good ones in here. This is how I made a million penises in the stock market. So, oh. Don't say penis! Yeah, uh. <laughs> oh, I stopped my music, too. Dang it. Um, so, yeah, this is how I, uh. It <laughs> I'm not gonna play the clip. This is how I made one million penises in the stock market. It's simple. At the present time, any nondescript investor, investor, with a little capital, should be able to double his penises in a few months. That's a that's a lot of penises. Don't say penis, 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 penis in this house. All right, all the experts agree that we are nearing the end of the jackrabbit market. Just recently, for instance. The American Anal Cyst Foundry Company has shown a narcissistic trend. Conditions yeah. indicate... <laughs> condition. I love the American Anal Cyst and Foundry Company. Rush Limbaugh obviously has... Uh, he's a major shareholder. Uh, conditions indicate a flabby market for their principal product, automatic diapers. Okay. Is that a diaper that diaper. soils itself? <laughs> An automatic <I'm> diaper? <laughs> uh, international telephone and shot glass company also looks corrupt. At the end of the last fiscal chart, they were earning $10 a dotard. Ha! 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 $10 a dotard. Band name, next band name, $10 a dollar. Cafefes. Uh, another cacophonous tip is consolidated corn. <laughs> Put all the corn in one place. <laughs> that just uh, seems like you're not going to get a really good even chart. You're just going to get one big. Yeah, yeah, really. Uh, corn. Yeah. When did corn? When did I eat corn? Uh, thank you. Uh, hat tip, Jim. Uh, God, what's his name? Uh, Jim from the Seven Millers. Jim Ward. <laughs> Jim Ward. Um, in this one, uh, this next one, Joe. This next company, I think, is uh, located in Scranton. Says um, mm -hmm. this outfit manufactures and sells electric enemas of a very. <laughs> Of a, of a very treasonous quality. But whatever you do, oh, yeah. act act now. Remember, prosperity is just around the dossier. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's true. Boom, boom, boom. Thank you, everybody. That was that was fun. Uh so anyway, uh let's go ahead and wrap things up so we can get to the uh the Tim Cornwall show. Uh I'm looking forward to the latest one. And in uh Joe, what was uh uh, this doesn't have to be part of your parting shot, but uh, you want to remind everybody what's in uh, the latest episode? Well, we uh, we uh, took uh, Senator uh, Ron Johnson's uh, uh, conspiracy theory very seriously, and we investigated the secret the secret society of the oh, FBI, good. and we found out where where it is. Okay, and we went there, and uh, we said the the secret password phrase. All uh, right. Piss on me. Go. Piss on me. Uh-huh. And uh and uh they showed us uh how to get there. 
So you'll you'll hear all about it uh, in a few minutes. Oh, that's very exciting. I'm very I mean, I'm yes. sure that uh QAnon probably will be calling information from your uh, report on the secret society. And uh Here's a hint. It, it was in the basement of Ping Pong Pizza. Oh, there you go. And and also uh, a great sequel name for uh P-Tape 2, Perestroika mm-hmm. Puddles. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Par- Perestroika Piddles Puddle. God. Perestroika Piddle Puddles. That's what I'm calling it. <laughs> So, yeah, easy for you to say. Yeah, I know. It was easier earlier in the night. but uh, It was. But yeah. It was so, easier anyway, right, to say. It, it truly was. Uh, but, uh, Rain, uh, what's your parting shot for the night? Rain? Rain. Please tell me we didn't I'm lose here. Rain. I'm, oh, there you go. No, I'm here. Okay. I'm here. I was thinking about things. I was contemplating. Contemplation is good. Um, but here, here's the thing. Okay. I would like everybody to come to my house and have a nice shot of Gofefe. It's the <laughs> new espresso. Um, it, can, can we, uh, uh, will we have a, a union waiver to sign? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> you get a shot of Gofefe and we put a little bit of union on top of it. Mm-hmm. And it's covered with the light, fluffy dotard. Oh, good. And uh, yeah. from Norme? It's Yes, yes. Dotard <laughs> is from Norme. It's so delicious. It's light and fluffy. And then when you have, you know, the actual cafefe, then you get the richness. It's all in just this beautiful cup. And that cup is actually a Russian nesting egg. <laughs> that says make america great again on it. <laughs> yes. yes uh make america vlad's again um yeah so, my and, parting and, shot really yeah. is come on mueller hurry up let's get this done do it muller now mother muller uh I can't yeah. wait till november i can't either come on within our lifetime yeah. please so uh and, and cafefe, yes, and union. So, <laughs> thank you, Marco Rubio, uh, for tweeting, uh, the retweeting the typo because that was on the ticket for the State of the Union. They'd say, you know, oh, the State of the Union. They, they, union. they, yeah, the Union. They put M at the end of Union instead of N, like a bunch of nincompoops and morons. Both of those words start with N and M. <laughs> so, but uh, I really any, want to go to Norway and visit yeah. visit the union. Visit, visit. You visit. said that like Trump. Visit. visit. I do. I want to visit the Jumdum in number. <laughs> All right, we're just being silly right now. So uh, <laughs> I am. Uh, and, I any, am. I'm sorry. I'm being. I appreciate stupid. it. I appreciate <laughs> it. It's fun. So, uh, you know, it, it's a good night to, to be goofy and get ready for the Tim Carmel show, because I'm sure there's lots of laughs there, too. Um, so, Joe, what's your parting shot, sir? Um, okay. Th- this is the quote of the night. <clears throat> Excuse me. You got it. Now, you know, there's a bunch of dreamers in the audience tonight, right? Yeah. Okay. So, Trump just said, Americans are dreamers, too. Oh, dear God. Yeah. Oh, come on. No. 
It's a quote. I'm eating, I'm eating potato chips. <laughs> and if you don't believe okay. me, do a Google church. Yeah, go do a Google church because that's And put the in only Americans way. are dreamers too. Oh. I'm serious. I was eating potato. Really? You and also, that? wait, wait, there, there's more. And he blamed, blamed, he said, chain migration and the lottery visa system was the cause of 9 11. Go do a Google no. search. I hate these fuckers. I hate no, him really? so much. I hate, yeah, I know he did. did. I believe it. I believe it because that's what they've all been saying. Anyway, we got to wrap things 9/11. up. 9 11. Okay. Well, they, he, no. He they, how do you say? You said the, the attacks in New York, whatever he said. Yeah, but yes, basically that's it. They've been building up to this uh, because I think uh, I think either CAC, Kellyanne Conway, or um, uh, what's her puss uh, face when I say puss? Um, um, uh, Hickabilly Slanders, I think, said the same thing. What one one of the two of them said something like that recently. Um, I, I can't remember which liar it was, uh, but yeah, insane. So, all right. Well, I'll tell you what, we, we got to wrap things up cause we don't want anybody to miss the brand spanking new Tim Carmel show, uh, coming up right after this. Uh, please check out all of our other fine programs, best wishes and get well soon. Uh, Janet, she is out of the woods. She yes. is on her road to recovery. Um, she's not going to be around for a while, but, uh, me and Caitlin, Chris, and some other people are going to be helping out on Southern progressive revival until she is back and ready to go. Uh, only when she's ready, I've committed to doing this until Janet says she is ready to come back. Zero pressure at all. So, uh, but yeah. And, uh, of course, uh, Ch- keep your eyes peeled for the next installment of uh, uh, Resistor Sisters, destroying the pa- the uh, patriarchy one podcast at a time with Suze, Rain, and Heidi. Very exciting. We'll be uh, taping that tomorrow. So, uh, other than that, I-, I really don't have much else to add. I've been doing a lot of radio. <laughs> I've been doing like. Ben. About twelve hours are, of radio a week. <laughs> are you are you For okay? Uh yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay. I might have the All night right. off from Adam's show uh this uh this Saturday though. So uh that'll be good. So maybe Joe, Joe, you can take my place if you want. Uh talk Where, nerd stuff. Mr. Hebert's show next Saturday. We'll talk off air about it. I'm oh, getting okay, loopy, okay. so we'll just we'll just wrap things <laughs> up. But uh all right, everybody uh have a great shard of the union oh. Eve. Ning and uh, listen to the Tim Carmel show coming up in about five minutes right here on Indie Media Weekly. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Mr. Speaker, Mr. Vice President, members of Congress, the uh, the Big Macs are great. The quarter pounder with cheese. I mean, I think the food's good, and I eat it very carefully. You know, I do as good as 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 well as I can. But um, I think all of those places, Burger King, McDonald's, I. 
can, I can live with him. I had the other night, I had Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> Not the worst thing in the world. Thank you, God bless you, and God bless the United States.